At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. All right, everybody. This is the fourth annual Knife Talk All Beef Review. The last show of 2021. I'm Jeff Fader, Fader Knives, with Mareko Momasi, Momasi Fire Arts, Craig Lockwood at Chop Knives. I have been waiting all year for the all beef review, <laughs> and I, I am excited to talk to you guys about some beefs. We've got a lot. We've got, yeah. we've got over 50 in from, from the filthy public they've sent in. Right. So, yeah, we've got a lot to fit in. It's going to be fun. So if you if you, this is the first time you're listening to the show, shame on you. And second of all, and also if this is the first time you listen to the show, we're always this loud. This is the volume we've always done the show. Okay, <laughs> it's always perfect. So so we, this is the fourth year we've done this. The first year we did the all beef review is uh, I think that Mare- Craig had started Knife Talk by himself, and he was interviewing people, and he. I mean, his reputation went astronomical right out of the shoot, and then all of a sudden there was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. You guys want to come out with with us? And then Mareko and I showed up, and and for some reason we figured out, hey, let's let's have every let's have listener complaints. So we did one episode <laughs> of just reading off the complaints of the listeners, their personal listeners, and, and it, personal beats. To begin with, it was always about your language, Jeff. It was always like, yeah. my kids listen, and it was just like, oh, geez. So I think people now realize this really isn't a kid's show. So if you've got kids listen, maybe, especially this one, it might get a bit ranty. Maybe this isn't the show for them. I don't know. I think it might, you know, <laughs> I think it'd be fine. I mean, they got to learn some of these words somewhere. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Mareko, how are you? I'm doing are you good. Ready? Are, are you ready? Are yeah, you ready for some beefs? So. I, I love this because it, it does, it reminds me. Of what is it, Festivus right. that they do for Seinfeld? Yeah. Airing airing of grievances. 
What better way to end the year than to get all the shit off your shoulders and stuff, That's right? it. That's it, exactly. exactly. That's right. We're going to get rid of all the listeners' problems, and then this is the end of it. This is the end of 2021. This is the end of the problem. We're going to start off strong in 2022. We're cleaning our closets. That's what we're doing. That's so, it. yeah, our next show um, will be... Well, we'll be going out to the uh, to the public on the 3rd of January. So we're taking two weeks off for Christmas. We're going to come back fully refreshed. Yeah, 3rd of January, which is the Monday after, obviously, New Year. Right. So this is the end of the year. All beef review. Okay, guys, we have in front of us, we've been accumulating beefs from all year long. And if you want to send us a beef, ladies and gentlemen, if well, lady and gentlemen, if you want to, you can... Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Follow, follow. No, we got at least a couple women. Yeah, that okay. I don't know, man. I got a feeling maybe we'll win one or two. But uh, if you if you follow us on Instagram at uh, Knife Talk Podcast, you can send us your questions. You can DM us listener feedback. We can listen to uh, DM your uh, beefs, and we'll hold on to those. For, and then you know we'll get you all squared away. So, shall we begin? Shall we begin? We got beef. I was so hoping that uh, this morning I was thinking, what do we need for the all beef review? And I'm thinking, I wonder if Craig still has that Ben Snore drop. I loaded it up this afternoon, especially. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got three different beef drops today as well. So that Ben's one. Keep an eye out for the others. Well, why don't you start us off with the first beef? Shall I really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, the first one is immune systems. What fuckers they've been for everybody over the last year. Oh, geez. Um, I'm actually feeling good today for the first time in about six weeks, um, simply because my immune system has been fucked, partly due to, you know, the kids starting school and bringing everything home. I think partly due to being in lockdown for a while. I mean, you know, just not really mixing with people. So now, you know, when the kids are going to school, they're bringing everything back and all the rest of it. So, yeah, immune systems, they are shit. They're meant to be good. We're meant to be evolving, but Jesus, they're getting worse. They're getting worse. So immune systems are my first beef. Well, there it's we funny that you say that because I've I've sound a little bit deeper in the shit because I uh, I have I had picked something up last week. We think it's when I was taking my I was being a nice son and taking my mother to her doctor's appointment. I might have picked something up in the uh, waiting room. So I, <clears throat> I actually the last couple of days I've I've been kind of a, a mess. So I've been medicating and. I got this oh. good voice though for the. This is a radio voice now, baby. <laughs> Sexy voice time. Yeah, right. girl. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Give it to me. Trash Sexy and flab been, voice. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, I've been lucky though. Uh, I haven't been sick since the summer of 2019. Oh wow, dude! Wow. Knock on wood, dude. Yeah. Knock on wood. <sighs> I'm, I'm knocking on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you do you have any beefs, Mareko? Yeah, let's see. I'm sorry. Let me pop back over to I have a list. I have a small list of beefs. All right. Uh, I'm starting small. The first one is uh, days when uh, you're in the shop and it seems like every couple minutes you drop something on the fucking floor. (laughs) (laughs) It's just and ideally, like, fortunately, it's not significant things like the knives or anything like that. It's just stupid little stuff like pens or scissors or so. I know where this is going. Tongs. I know where this is going. <laughs> well, there's a solution to this beef. There is a, a very good solution. 
If only somebody oh. had made an apron with plenty of little pockets for storing <laughs> these I was things. not going there, but I'll let you do that. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I mean, yeah, so that drives me crazy. Uh, and fuck, I just feel, yeah. It's I don't know what it is because it's so small. It's isn't it like it's the smallest thing. Yeah. It's silly. Are, are you one it, of those people? I, who... I be, become completely enraged, <laughs> which just makes it worse. Yeah. Are you one of those people who are always dropping things and like tipping things and knocking things over, like a bull in a china yeah. shop? Some days, <laughs> usually I'm pretty. I'm usually I'm pretty light on my feet. You know, I did used to salsa dance and stuff. I'm pretty aware of my surroundings, but fuck, there are some days, and I ca- I, I have not yet been able to identify what is different about those days versus good days. When I'm just, I can't, I can't hold on yeah. to things. Silly. It's ridiculous. My, my twins, who, they were three just, just the week before last. Um, one of them is, is fine with everything like that. Daisy, if there's a, a glass in the room, even the other side of the room, she'll make a point of going over to tip that over. There's honestly <laughs> forever dropping uh, things and tipping everything to the point where even Molly now just goes again. And it, honestly, she's just the, oh, the worst dropping, spilling, knocking. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with her. Crazy. My wife and I have broken so many glasses over the years. It's just like we can't keep anything nice because we're just like we know we're going to break it. It's always in the sink breaking. We break so many glasses. We never have anything nice anymore because it's yeah. just all we do is break glasses. IKEA six packs for life. Stemware. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jeff, well, do you have a? We've got beef. Well, number one, um, I would go with. Uh, people who say all the cool kids are doing it. You know that expression? <laughs> oh, all the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> yeah. Because this represents this reluctance to come up with a unique idea. And then you have this fake irritation that you're, you know, you're, that you have to follow a trend. You know what I'm talking about? People are like, well, yeah. the, I guess all the cool kids are doing it. Shut the fuck up. Just fucking do it. Don't, don't, don't just do it and shut up about it. Or, but don't say like, don't make it seem like you're being pressured into doing something. Cause it's just, these are the, it's these like, are the same people who say things like Coolio and like, even, they even still say, what's up? You know, that they, they got a phrase and they just hang on to it for dear life. I just know that there are these trends, especially on Instagram. And it's like, you know, something. And then somebody's like, you know, they really always wanted to do it, but then they're trying to like be cool and, and just be like, well, I guess all the cool kids are doing it. It's like, fuck, <laughs> come on, man. Just embrace it and just keep your mouth shut and just forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should start it yeah. with listener beefs. Shall we do one? Shall, yeah. I tell you, what, I'll do one from McMurty Knives yeah. um, first on the list. And his beef is our damn audio. I just absolutely love the conversations, but holy hell, your show is so quiet. I have to damn near put in earplugs after listening to you guys before switching to something else because of the sound difference. We've, this, had, this for, we've had this for a few weeks, this one. This was the, I, there was a few of these, but I decided to just put one in and we can discuss it because yeah. you have made changes. Made changes. So if anybody listens to Jeff's podcast that went out today, you would have noticed that there's a um, a massive bump in the, the level of audio. Um, but in my mind, a massive bump, de- degradation of the sound quality too. But it's louder, which is huh. what everybody seems to want. Um, yeah, let's just leave it at that. So we're, we're going to make it louder. It's going to be the same as all those other podcasts out there. Um, but you will find that 
It's one of these. What you mean? All the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a it's a race to the bottom. It's a race to the bottom. So what you want? If you, I mean, this is quite a long show. We generally do sort of hour and a half, hour forty five minutes, and you want something that's not too jarring on the ears. And if we're locking, we're whacking up those volumes so everything is peaking. It's really. Um, on the ears, you know, over time, it, it, it's just really tiresome. So that's why we've always had a slightly lower level, and so nothing distorts. But unfortunately, it's a race that everybody keeps knocking theirs up, knocking theirs up a little bit. And now it's that race to the bottom, so the quality is getting worse, but it's just louder. And for us to match everybody else's volume, unfortunately, the quality is going to be worse. But it is what it is. We're giving the people what they want. As you say, all the cool kids are doing it, so this is going to knock your bloody <laughs> doors off, this one. Well, it, you know, it, it is it is it is the same as the red circle ads, which I can under I can under listen. Be honest with you, this week was kind of a uh, uh, tiresome week because I got so many messages about it, and I got some to the point where I actually was just like I was very close to saying, "All right, guys, last show, I'm not doing this shit anymore." Because <laughs> you know, no, I'm not kidding. I was fucking yeah. pissed because didn't somebody threaten you? I'm going to talk about it. So. Oh, sorry. I get a I'll lot of messages in the DMs. You know, when we do the show, it's, there's no, there's no. This is the three of us. So we're doing what we're doing. I'm trying to do as much writing for the show and writing bits and coming up with things and making sure that the show notes are ready so the guys can just come in fresh and relax and enjoy themselves. And we, you know, we we take care of all this stuff. So I also deal with all the like the messages we get. So a lot of the messages at Knife Talk, I answer them. I mean, I, and I never like blow people off. I'm always, I might be, you know, if there's a lot of them, I mean, I might be able to do one answer or not an answer, or maybe I try to, I try to be as, I try to be as uh, customer service as possible because it is, you know, we do depend on you guys. And then there were a lot of messages after the whole of this about, you know, there's a lot, there was a lot of carrying on. And then there were, and then I would respond with, we, we're addressing it. You know, I, when we get the pod, when the podcast comes up, I hear it. And if I see, hear something weird, I, I, I know it irritates Craig, but I send it anyway because I feel like he needs to know. And if he hears it from me, it might be a little bit easier than people just throwing themselves around. So there were some messages and I said, we're aware of it because I listened to what people were saying and then I agreed and then I just, you know, I diplomatically brought it to Craig in a situation where he wouldn't just like, oh, fuck this shit. I don't want to do this anymore because it was like annoying. And then it almost wasn't enough for a few people. So I, so they would say, oh, well, I'm like, I have them, you know, high level stuff. And I, when I turn on, and then I listen to somebody else's podcast and I want to fucking, you know, I got to almost crash the car because it's so loud. I wrote down, I understand we're, we're, we're dealing with it. We're dealing with it. I understand, you know, and then sometimes it's not enough. And then it's sometimes it's, if you don't fix this problem, I've got this a few times, you don't fix this problem, this is the last time I'm listening to this podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, and I don't say anything because I'm just like, I said to him, I'm like, I, and this is not to one particular person, this is a few people. I said, I understand, I hear you. And I, we're trying to deal with it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend, you know, I'm not going to have a pen pal situation with someone in regards to the, I just said, we're going to deal with it. Well, it wasn't enough for one guy and he crept into my DMs and he, you know, threatened not physically threatened me but he was he was a lot more extra than i needed 
a lot more extra. And it hit me in the wrong time, and everyone seemed to be piling on. And I was like, fuck this. I don't need this shit. He's a guy who is listening to free fucking a free fucking show. We give tons of 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 uh, discounts and stuff from people. We're not doing a fucking flea bag Patreon and begging you to you know support us and then you know and then all of a sudden we're on the hook for a year good vol- we're doing the best we can here so when i say we're dealing with it we're dealing with it there's an expression and i'm going to be done and this is a perfect uh, you know <laughs> energy for beefing there's an expression called the irish goodbye <laughs> irish goodbye is you go to a party you don't want to leave you don't have to feel like you have to say goodbye to everybody you just fucking slide off if you don't like it, do the Irish goodbye. I'm not going to like beg you to come back. So we're, we're, I dealt with it. We're dealing with it. Last episode wasn't as good. This one, hopefully, we're going to be there. We're doing the best we can. Beef out. Yeah. So, McMurty, I'm with you. I, no one's more critical about this podcast than me. That's for sure. Tell me about it. The amount of messages I get from you. Jesus well, Christ. I, I try to be diplomatic <laughs> because I'm not an idiot either. I don't want to burn you out either. Uh, on the note of sponsors. Knife Talk is sponsored by Even Heat, the manufacturers of the finest heat treat ovens available. To find your next oven, go to evenheat-kiln.com. And like Jeff said, we can get you discounts. We can get you $75 off and free shipping in the U.S., if you head on over to knifetalk.net forward slash heat, that will take you to a Soul Ceramics page and they're a distributor of Even Heats. Place your order. Um, it'll automatically apply that discount and give you the free shipping. Bob's your uncle, as they say. Okay, um, Mareko, do you want to take the next listener beef? This might, this might sure. be in the running for best beef of the whole fucking thing, by the way. Oh, geez. Okay. All right, there's no pressure there then. All right, Delta Blade Works says, Beef Review... Why the fuck do I have to pay insurance in case Postal loses my package? That's like me charging extra in case I fuck up a customer's knife and have to restart. <laughs> very good very, point. That's pretty good. That's a very, very, yeah. very good point. Yeah. yeah. This is the cost for me to do my job, but I pay extra just in case I don't do it very well. That's what they're saying, basically. <laughs> or or they fuck it up. Not, yeah. not just don't do it well. In case that we fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> We're, you're going to pay us to ship your pack, our pack, my package, but you're going to pay extra because we might fuck it up. That's <laughs> a very good chance as well. <laughs> and and yeah. not to mention, it doesn't mean we're going to give your money back easy. We're going to make you work. Oh, we're going yeah. to make you work. Yeah. He's Delta. That might be the fucking truest thing of all time. <laughs> That's a good one. There's I no guarantee. Yeah. You don't know. They don't fucking know. It's hilarious. It's totally true. Yeah. <sighs> okay. David Duffy, do you want to do this one, Jeff? Yes. Uh, where's the beef? Buying a family-sized portion of something and 40% of the package is air. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. chips, man. <laughs> yeah. You get these big-ass bags of chips and you pop them open. It's just like, <laughs> this big fucking full <laughs> chip fart. And it's like, yeah. like God damn it. Where are all the chips? 40% more. Where? Yeah. Is that when you see something, let's say, you know, a perfect-sized portion for two? Is that, well... I'll have three of them myself, please. Yeah. You know, Pringles yeah. might be the greatest of... I mean, they might be the only people who's actually giving you any kind of value because... Good, they you, jam them in. Good point, yeah. I mean, it's a whole solid, you know, staff of chips. I mean, it's a... <laughs> staff. I mean, it's like a whole solid chip thing. It's very smart, but it doesn't make you feel like you got a lot of chips. I'd love to see you play wizard staff with Pringle yeah. boxes or Pringle tubes. People, people 
people, you know, they talk shit on Pringles. There's nothing, nothing wrong with the Pringles. You're going for a Pringle. Oh, no. Pringles are underrated chips, P.S. <laughs> Once you pop the fun, don't stop. They're so fucking good, yeah. man. <laughs> That's a good chip right there. What's your chip, What's your chip of choice there, Craig? Or Ooh, I like something a bit sharp, like a salt and vinegar, something with a bit of to it, you know, yeah, like yeah. like a battery acid in your mouth, you know. Oof. I don't know if you get them there in the states, but um, square crisps—they're a bit like Pringles, but they're they're square, um, and they do a salt and vinegar, and they are literally like putting your tongue on a battery. They're the best. We're, best. we're big fans of we. There's this Garden of Eaton. It's called Garden of Eaton, and it's a it's a red hot blue chip. <laughs> It's a blue corn chip, mm. but it's like hot as shit. They're fucking awesome. Mm. Nice. nice. What are you picking, Morocco? Favorite chip of all time? Um, it's actually a very simple chip. Uh, the The company is called Juanitas, and they're based out of Oregon. And they just make the best tortilla chip I've ever eaten in my life. And we call them crack chips because... <laughs> There's no like extra addictive. seasoning or anything like that. Yeah, you could literally sit if you weren't paying attention and, <laughs> and weren't being careful. You could sit and eat an entire bag of these chips, and they're hearty. They're great for dipping. They got perfect crunch. They last for a long wow. time. Like the crunch stays for a long time. They're That's fucking a review. Gorgeous. That's I a love you right there. Shout yeah. out to uh, Cool yeah. Ranch Doritos too, or as they call Juanitas. them. In, I don't know if you know this, this, but maybe you you've seen this before, uh, Craig. But in uh, in France, they call Cool Ranch. Doritos, American Doritos, Cool Ranch. Oh, like, I haven't noticed. It's like Cool American. It's like Cool American. It's not a Cool. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Yeah. Well, I've, no, I know them as Cool Ranch too. Though maybe that's a, a UK. There, maybe that's a UK thing. Though there's yeah. a yeah. There's one. that's like an American Doritos. It's like yeah. it's like there's no ranch. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's the next? Oh, one? I tell you what. I do love a really cheap, cheap, like cheesy puff, like a what's it kind of thing. You know. Oh, yeah. You know, they coat your teeth. Cheetos. They're just really yeah. shit, mm-hmm. but they're, oh, they're good. Right. They're good. Yeah. I think Cheetos, for me, are probably my my filthy little uh, Yeah. Cause... I could definitely not have a Cheeto and be fine with the rest of my life. Really? <laughs> it's, it, like you say, it's the dirtiness of it. That's that's the attraction there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Stop it's getting horned naughty. up by chips, guys. Let's keep going with the beefs. We <laughs> have beef to talk about. We have beefs. Okay. Justin Glover of Limited Leather has said... My beef is when you guys send me a $700 knife and then bitch about a $150 sheath. Go fuck yourself. If you want a one-off sheath for your custom knife, then you want uh, that you want a custom one, one-off sheath uh, for without taking into account what my time is worth. Okay, so I read that wrong. But um, yeah, he's saying if you buy a $700 knife, don't bitch about a $150 sheath, which I still need to make. Yeah. Oh, speaking, yeah, of, speaking point. of... I have something similar. We're dealing with the chef... That is, P.S., pro tip, guys, when you're dealing with restaurants and chefs, count it out. Count the, count the job <laughs> out. Count the job out. It's like it never ceases to, never ceases to surprise me. We're dealing with another chef who wants something specific, and, and they're, he right out of the shoot just like shook me, rattled my cage on the price, like without even figuring out what we're going to get. It's like, mm. I need these knives. I need them to be special, but, you know, don't kill me on the price. It's just like, dude, you charge a $500 a person for dinner. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? If I went into your restaurant and said, show me the menu, but don't fucking give me this menu. I want to say, you know, you got to don't fucking kill me yeah. on this price. I mean, it's just like unheard of. <laughs> yeah. These restaurant guys are the worst. Yeah, and a lot of them are using the whole "it's been tough in the industry for us this year." What can you do, what can you do for us? And it's like, I know. Come on, 
tough for everyone. Yeah, if you're gonna pay, here's your you pay my for my twenty five hundred twenty five dollar raviolis and and give me your you know five dollar knives. <laughs> Scum. Yeah. I say you build it into the price. Build what? Build build the cost. Build the cost of a sheath into the knife, and then if somebody asks for a sheath, then you happily make it because probably not everybody's going to want a sheath mm. or request one, and so it kind of comes out in the wash. Well, this guy's a this guy's a leather guy, so like he he's he's getting oh I see he's oh, getting right, right, he's right. getting tore up by he's probably getting tore up by knife makers most likely. I would imagine I'd like to talk to a couple mm. other workers who make knife sheaths and be like, oh, I see knife makers are the worst. And it's, I so don't it's knife makers approaching him for a sheath I, and they're bitching about the 150. Right. I, got I mean, you. maybe, or, or I'm assuming that's what he's saying. He's going to be like, no, 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 no. I love knife makers. Cause he said his name's like, yeah. I work with Justin Glover. What is he must be talking about me? I don't think, I don't <laughs> think that's the case. I think he's just, you In know, general. Take all of these with a pinch of salt, I think. If you think this is about you, it probably is, but it's probably about many others too. <laughs> yeah, I always say, if you think it's about you, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> right. We got beef. Go on, who's taking the next? All right. We got beef. I'll take it. Go for it. This next one is from Nate Turner. He says, My beef is with these armchair maker assholes who throw their wives under the bus for their lack of success. Funds, tools, support, etc. This shit in is in every forum and Facebook group page for every trade. If your wife is a mean, cold, and calloused asshat, you should consider getting a new one. I've heard the thick ones are nice <laughs> this, time, this, time, this time of year. Let's be honest. Let's be honest, though. She's not the problem. You are the problem. For the Europeans out there, um, they don't mean thick as we mean thick. It's actually spelled T-H-I-C-C, as in, like, they're quite large. Thick as in they're, they're broad. That's even funnier. For you, thick is stupid. In yeah, exactly. Is, yes, yeah. Two C's is she got a because she got a couple curves. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's even funnier. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I I do this sometimes, especially lately. We've had lots of builders and stuff there, and everybody here. Miracle, Miracle, Miracle. He'll be back. He'll be back. But right. I, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm guilty of this. We have lots of builders in, and you know, I need to go over and you know, across the roads to the house and see the builders. And I go over and I'm like, you know, all right, mate, yeah, what's the game last night? You know, this whole thing, you know, builder talk. I turn into more of a cockney every time I go over there, every time. But um, <laughs> it's always a case of, you know, I'll say, you know, if we want that done as well, how much will that cost? And, and you know, you come up with a price. I'll say, well, let me speak to the boss first, and I'll come back to you. You know, let me speak to the wife. I always, I always use her as a sort of. <laughs> Um, you know, a, 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 a way out. Exactly, I'll cover a way out if I need to. But I'm, sh I'm sure we're all guilty of that. But, my, uh, my wife's not going to like that. It's, it is a pretty cowardice thing to do. Yeah, she, she does it. She does it to me as well. When I'm not there, she'll say, "Well, I need to speak to my husband first. Rather, because I hate just saying like no to people. You know, it's, it's my, it's my issue. But you know, sometimes it's easy to say, "Oh, I'll speak to the wife and I'll get back to you," kind of thing. You know, I'm a, I'm a cage rattler. I, I like to like what? What are you? What are you? Just give me five minutes, okay? Nice. Relax. <laughs> I try not to. I do. I do dislike it when I do want to. When you go out with people and then they, if it's just dudes and they just kind of like they're disloyal to their wives, I find that to be so grotesque when they when they shit talk their wives. I'm like, come on, man, we're not that close. You got to live with her. You got. I can't be disloyal. Don't be disloyal. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm just looking. I've got my list of beefs here. So I've got one, two, three. I've got six leaf, uh, six beefs, and now's probably a good time to fit one in. Um, Go ahead. Considering what we're talking about. So, um, pregnant wives. <laughs> this, this isn't going to be popular with our 0.1% listenership, okay? This is it. Don't shit talk your wives. <laughs> but pregnant wives, they bring with them a, a multitude of other things. It's not the wife, you know, per se herself. It's the it's the deadline that it brings. So we're working to a huge deadline at the moment. Obviously, there's a baby coming. We need you know house to be done and all the rest of it. It's the fucking moaning. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're so it's the moaning. And one more thing: the fucking snoring. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God! We're at the point now where our twins there. Because we're staying in like a rental property across the road from our current house. And we're at the point where Molly specifically is waking three or four times a night. And she's like, oh, you know, can you come into bed with me? And, you know, she needs settling. Um, and I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I know I'm going to get a better night's sleep with a three-year-old than I am with my wife. But uh, You are so disloyal. I am so disloyal. I'm going to bring this all around later. I, believe me, I'm going to bring this all around, to, you know, when That's we talk about what go. we're thankful for. But at the moment, <laughs> Prego wives are a, um, yeah, it's, uh, I've got a bit of a beef with them. A bit mm. of, and I know, for, I know, <laughs> this is going to sound terrible. <laughs> I know for a fact that she's using her pregnancy to, to get out of doing things too. Like what? Craig, you know? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. You know you'd be fucking doing the same thing. <laughs> oh, I'd be, I'd be, oh. to be clear, I'd be the... F- I'd be the worst. I'd be, I'd be like, I'm carrying a, a human inside me here. You know, I'd be the, I'd be the worst. But you know, if you're getting up, you know, take your glass or your cup with you to the kitchen or something. You know, just you know, For don't sick, you petty filth. fucking guy. And oh, you, I oh. can only when you're sick moping around and your wife goes out to drive 45 minutes, gives you a fucking hamburger. I just imagine, I imagine what a what a pussy you would be if you had a, if you were pregnant. Oh my god! I said to be clear, all time. I'd be far worse. I would be worse. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. But it's just the situation we're in. It's it's difficult. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, do, do either of you have a beef we can get on with? I got one. Yeah. We got Marekko. Okay. So my shop space, uh, I'm very fortunate to have it. Uh, it's, a friend's, it's on a friend's property. He has a couple uh, warehouse buildings on his property. Uh, and my shop space is kind of cordoned off. We actually we got walls up. I've been putting sheetrock up. Uh, but there's still an opening at the top uh, because we kind of share the heat. And we have a, like a Resner heater up at the top, and it shoots onto both sides. And... Uh, my friends, they have a personal trainer that comes in because on their side is all like their gym equipment and stuff like that. And this fucking guy must shower in his fucking cologne before he gets here because they're, he's like long gone. By the time I get to the shop, they'll, they'll do like their workout sessions super early in the morning before they start the work day and all that shit. Good for them. Um, and, <laughs> and I get here after dropping off the kid and it's so, the stench is so thick. I can fucking taste it. Taste it. It's horrible. <sighs> Uh, so I'm lucky that there is a ventilating fan up at the top, but holy good God. I, yeah. And I, the first thing I do, especially, on, and it sucks on these cold days. Like first thing I do when I get in the shop is blast cold air through the whole fucking place to clear out his stench. But I just, I don't understand <laughs> that. 
like people like i can understand if it's like an old grammar or something she just can't smell but like this guy is like healthy must be healthy to some degree if he's personal training and he must be able to smell this shit but just like why so much so much it's disgusting. what what kind of uh what kind of uh customers does he have coming in no so okay so sorry so my it's my my friends they hire a personal trainer to come in and work out with them in the morning um and so but the guy and that's the crazy thing like the dude's only here for like maybe 40 minutes half an hour and he reeks the entire place up it is disgusting so my beef is with... He's getting ready before work. I bet he's shaving his balls. Oh. He's doing all sorts of stuff to get ready for work. Say, I was going to say, maybe they're boning. <laughs> no, they're not. It's terrible. So uh, the old person... I dare you to say something. What would you say? I have no idea what I would hey. say. Hey, ring, ring. Come on, oh Greg. Okay. Okay, I'll your the, friend... I'll be the... I'll be the trainer. You're okay. Give him a ring, Morocco. Hey, it's me, Jack. Jack, Jack. Yeah. What? Hey, what's what going are, on? What are you? I'm terrible at this. What? What is this body? What is it? Body wash or is it cologne? Like, what's your problem? Do you just smell so fucking bad? Like a fucking cow shit on you first thing in the morning that you need to douse yourself in cologne? What is your problem, man? Who is this? My mother? Who is this? My mother? What is going on here? Just listen, man. Listen, I work out hard. You know, I got work out hard. I'm eating my. I'm eating all sorts of. You Are know, you high eating proteins. the cologne and you're sweating it back out? What the fuck? Hey, man. Hey, man. This is called testosterone, man. I'm, I got. I have coming out of my pores. I got testosterone coming out of my pores, and sometimes, what can I say? I smell bad, so I get some Dakar Noir. I fucking throw it on myself and put it on. What are you gonna do? What are you? You gonna do about it, huh? What are you gonna do about it? The Jack is jacked. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, this is Jack. Jack. That's hilarious. (laughs) I was gonna try to. My whole favorite thing was some comedian used to say was he was his French name was Jacques Tutai. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't figure. I couldn't get it out fast enough. My arm. The next one comes from MMT Maker. I got a beef with Craig. He called Jeff out for listeners drowning him in gifts. I sent that motherfucker a beautiful, if I may say, Cthulhu bottle opener for his new bar. During peak lockdown. Cthulhu, all right. For peak, during peak lockdown, I might add. Who the fuck am I? Some bitch who, I guess... Oh Vincent, <laughs> you did. You did send me a great bottle opener, and it does take pride of place in my bar as well. It's right behind the bar on the windowsill, so it's the first one that people pick up. And everybody always makes a point of, oh, look at this. And I say, yes, some some dick sent me that shit. I have to pay tax on my Vincent, I'm joking. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I am purely joking. I do love it. It's great. It is great. Thank you very, very much. That's funny. Did cost me a fortune in tax, but hey, hey, I'm okay. I'm over that now. I'm over it. <laughs> well, wait, Craig. Really quick, if people are going to send you gifts from overseas, like boxes full of burning dog shit, how how should they send it so you don't have to pay tax on it? 
clearly mark it as a gift. And if you do need to put an invoice in, make sure the invoice is less than $100 and it you know, should be good. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but if it's left without any of that, they generally send a bill with it as well, like FedEx or whatever will send me a bill. And it's like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and quite often you get the bill before the, like the package arrives so you don't even oh. know what the, what it's for you'd like oh so do i pay this and hope it's something that, I, that i've ordered and that i want oh. or you know because our family often send us you know gifts and you know bits and pieces over and and we've, we've had bills like oh we'll pay this and, and see what it is and it's just like chocolate <laughs> or something you know it's like you fuckers <laughs> This has to be like $20 for a bar of chocolate, but hey, hey, it is what it is. I, I don't know how you do any business in the EU. I sent, I sent, I sent, this, I sent a cleaver last year to Tomer, and mm. then I got him this T-shirt from this company that sends, this, and they make uh, T-shirts that look like, uh, so the T-shirt looked like it was said the New York Knicks logo, but it said pastrami. So... Mm. The funny thing is, is they package it in what looks like a sandwich bag. Sounds, cla- sounds classy, by the way. Sounds, sounds really classy. Let me tell you, it's a great T-shirt. He wears it with pride. He wears it with pride. But the funny thing is, is the packaging comes in like it looks like a sandwich bag. So mm. when I sent the whole thing to him, it was in customs for three months. Oh, geez. Yeah. And when he opened the box up, it looked like I'd send him a sandwich. <laughs> so he was just like, what the fuck did you send me for the sandwich for three months? Uh, and he gets a bill for that, too. Yeah. yeah, he got a bill for it, too. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a plan which um, in, in New Year for the way I'll be shipping, which is going to be all new and hopefully avoiding any of these issues but uh, I'll talk about that later in another show this is the all beef review <sighs> uh, Jeff do you want to take just oh no Jeff just did that yeah, one Mareko do you would like to take Justin yeah this is from yeah. Justin Modica uh, he says I remember an episode of you guys kind of bashing on hybrid handles uh, first off I want to say I make mine from scra- uh, scratch as far as stabilizing uh, to the aluminite Alumalite resin. Uh, I live in uh, Arizona, so I find the cactus skeletons everywhere. I t- uh, what is it? I turn, so it's a great way for me to use native woods and not have to buy someone else's scales. I turn. Does that mean they do like pen turning? Oh, sorry. Uh, I see. I, sorry, sorry. I, think I read it he wrong. Finds them everywhere he turns. Everywhere I turn. Oh, right. Find them everywhere we, I turn. Right, we yeah. took some. We made some. We, look, I use hybrid handle materials all the time i made ju- I, th- I call what do we call it the crossfit <laughs> the oh yeah crossfit <laughs> the crossfit <laughs> handle <scale>. materials <laughs> <laughs> we, you can't take a fucking joke jesus christ uh, i think it's funny i think it's funny yeah. and you know we're trying to make these like you know these comparisons to you know popular culture knife making is let's face it guys this isn't very this isn't yeah. a very you know widespread I, topic i think it comes from the fact that um certainly i have and you guys probably have as well in the past bought really shitty hybrid handles and they've even come apart as you're sort of drilling through them and shit so you know i avoid them for that reason but like you know they're not all made the same you know so that's the thing i've made some of the nicest knives i ever made with hybrid handles i just i just wanted to make a joke about i use them all the time i'm not Hmm. bashing go go knock if you get yourself a pine cone and shove some epoxy (laughs) in it and then put it as a knife scale off go ahead (laughs) why am i dead knock him dead Whatever it takes. Jeff, do you have... We've got beef. ...of your own. I'm going to go to an old one that I still find condescending. It's when anybody other than an Australian says, no worries. 
No worries from not from an Australian always sounds like a preemptive. Uh, I accept your apology. Like if something. Oh, uh, uh, oh, pardon me. No worries. No, no, no. I'm not asking for forgiveness. Uh, when Americans say no worries, it's as if they're like travelers or something like that. I don't know why Americans say no worries. It's just, obviously this is Australian. They watched Crocodile Dundee once and then they, they're like <laughs> I think it stems from Bob Marley. Like, it's truth. I don't think so. I mean when I mean they say it like no worries. You know they, they say it like Australians mm. say it. Maybe it is. I, I, I got a feeling that the more American more dopey Americans listen to fucking Crocodile Dundee than fucking Bob Marley. <laughs> With that inflection as well where they go up at the end. Yeah, no worries. So no worry as if it's a question. Kind yeah. of thing. But it is mm. condescending because it's not like I once went to a coffee shop and um, I don't know. I said fucking something. hipster. <laughs> and and the bar, you know what? Fucking you're a right. And the barista said no worries to me. And I was just like Yo, I, I didn't say it, but I'm thinking to myself, well, I didn't fucking ask for an apology. I didn't I didn't apologize for anything. No worries is condescending. If you're an American, you're saying no worries. Don't. It's the, it's I don't I don't accept your forgiveness. I'm not asking for an oh. apology. Yeah, I, that's a strange one for me because like no but problem. You know what I'm saying? Or, it's, you know, like, it's the same thing to me. It, it's it's yeah. What if somebody says maybe it's a European What if somebody thing. says no problem? Go ahead. Same thing. No problem is different. No problem is no problem. No worries makes it seem as though is more like a forgiveness. Interesting, because I feel like I use no worries the same as I would use no problem. Me too. Uh, Jeff, this is your problem. You've got a huge issue. (laughs) That's my fucking beef. That's my beef. I I wouldn't. I say no problem, no problemo, no problem. Like no big deal. Sometimes, nah, no big deal. When somebody says no worries... It's like, don't worry about it. As if I'm worried about it. I'm not worried about it. You're an asshole. That's fine. I'll be for you. Let's keep going, God. I, I, I still find it, some people say it, and I find it obnoxious. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, I'm going to do another one. Um, it is exciting opportunities via email. Um, I've had a classic this afternoon from House and Garden magazine, who are a Condé Nast uh, publication it's a print right. magazine um it's saying we've come across your beautiful knives online and you know we want to find out a little more about your business plans for 2022 um and it says i work on house and garden magazine and we're doing the spring campaign which is going to be called time to cook um and it says how you know it'd be great to feature your your beautiful knives in this you know this edition all about the cooking and kitchens and all the rest of it um and it'll cost you uh 495 plus fat I'm like, you want me to provide you content for a magazine that you sell, and then you want to charge me for it, for the opportunity to give you content. And it's just like, ugh, these I've, people. These are, like people. New, these are like new ways of selling ads, basically. I think that's, that's what they're doing. They're selling an ad, basically. But it's in a print magazine that you pay, you know, four ninety five for the magazine, too. And it's like... You know, the print is on its arse, basically, isn't it? That's, I think that, it it's all the, comes down to that. They're all it's scraping. It's the old version scraping of like, to influencer marketing. Right? Because they're, yeah. they're trying to but, leverage yeah. their, whatever, their their eyeballs or numbers. Yeah. Mm. I, I've gotten those, too, and I'm just like, you yeah. fucking crazy. They Yeah, they want something like five, $600 or $1,500 or something like that yeah. to advertise. Like, yeah. that's going to translate into some sort of sales. 
And maybe. Yeah. But, but they crazy. make you seem like they're going to feature you right, in a right, story. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's, ex- that's, that's exactly how this is worded yeah. until you get to the bottom. <laughs> and it's quite exciting. Think, okay, this could be cool. This could be, you know, this could be an exciting opportunity. It's like, but now you need to pay us. And it's just like, fuck you. Fuck you. Which is why when I look at any of these magazines and I see anything sort of in there, I think you probably paid for that anyway. You know, it's ugh, dirty business. Well, that makes perfectly fits right into Neil Warren. Neil Warren writes, here's the same beef as always. These dirtbag companies are allowed to have full ads on social media to sell their shitty knives that are falsely advertised as, quote, handmade. But for, for one of us who tries to post a blade for sale, mainly on Facebook, it gets flagged for a violation of guidelines. Utter bullshit. Yeah. 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 I'm tired of seeing these fucking... <laughs> I'm tired of seeing these fucking chefs flogging there or not. I, I think I might have mentioned this before, but I, we were going to deal with a uh, uh, famous chef. Well, we weren't going to deal with a famous chef. We we're going to deal with a place. And <laughs> yeah. it turns out that the one of the guys on the board of you the gonna, place, You going to name him? No, I'm not going to name him. But, I mean, this is that like the, fucking guy. The godfather, the godfather <laughs> of, like, local cuisine and regional and, 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 you know, like, all these beautiful, you know, things about buying locally and, you know, carbon footprint. And he's got this, he's got this stranglehold on these, like, very inexpensive knives, as Tony refers to them as the slow boat from China knives. And it's like... What the what the fuck are you doing? What are you, you know you like these like sick forty forty nine dollar knives and it's just like some horseshit. Uh, yeah, yeah. That. that is that is a problem where you know some people are able to advertise and some aren't and yeah, yeah. I don't understand <sighs> it to be honest with you because we get that every so often is like people are shadow banned and what can you do and can you pay for you know can, if you pay for pay for like a i don't know you pay for ad space then they get flagged and i don't mm. get it man i don't get it yeah and a lot of our websites are sort of tied in with that as well so like i mean i use squarespace and i think i think you do jeff too and i know toma does as well that you know you you can then sort of use your product catalog to automatically bring into instagram into facebook and so on um, and so it says you can do it, and you know, and then you get the you know the the thing back saying you know it's we we've had a look, we've reviewed your item, and it's not available. But sometimes they are. It's just the inconsistency of it all. It's just right. pain in the ass. Right. Pain right. in the ass. Right. Okay, Joey. I think it's Joey Bayer. Joey Bayer. Um, I have both a question and a beef. Let's call it a queef. <laughs> <laughs> why do why do so many knife makers refer to nervous making events uh, with the phrase the pucker factor? I know exactly why. In my humble option uh, opinion, uh, that is entirely too vivid and descriptive. <laughs> I am all for take it, talking about knives up until it involves a visual description of your arsehole. <laughs> Next time you're describing a, a water quench or sharpen, sharpening on belts uh, to an interested listener, maybe think to yourself, does this guy also want to know about the condition of my butthole <laughs> and its state of puckeredness at the time? If the answer is no, maybe we can all just say, I was tense. <laughs> um, thanks for all that you guys do. You're truly legends. Best knife-related podcast, hands down. Number one podcast on planet Earth in my book. Thank you, Joey. Um, yeah, the pucker factor. Um, I think we talked in the past about how I sort of pucker up and I tense up and I, yeah... 
um, when I'm doing certain things on a grinder. But uh, it's just, it, you know, it is I'm a brace, very bracing myself. Let's, let's, let's call it that. It is a very, dis- very quick and descriptive way of knowing you're about to shit yourself. <laughs> I, I, but he is right. Joey's right. It is really just like, I don't want to know if you, I don't want to know if you had a burrito or something like that. I don't want to know what's going on with you. That's hilarious. People have leveled up this year, I think, with their beefs. A lot of them are very funny. I like them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It is true. He's right. He's not, not wrong. wrong. All right. This next one is from Timbo Fisher. He says, hey, uh, hey guys, I have a beef for the all beef review. My beef is knife makers who don't post their prices. If you want to sell things, make it easy for your customers. I know you think you have reasons, but they are bad ones. So people not posting prices. I don't know if I quite follow that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, Timbo. Well, if you put your, sometimes you open yourself up for assholes on the internet. I mean, when you're, when you put a public, in your public Mm -hmm. forum, there are people who tend to shit talk for the sake of shit talking. So like I would be, I wouldn't want to have to deal with a thread of saying, well, why is it so expensive? Well, this is why it's so expensive. And then you have some white knights defending you. And then all of a sudden it's a whole fucking production. So be honest with you. I don't, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want any, you know, I'm going to make you come to my website to, to see what the price is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole point, isn't it? That's why we use social media to get people to your website because that's where the business happens. Um, but yeah, I agree. If you're putting prices up, it's just opening up the comments to, yeah, to all sorts of Why is it so cheap? Or you should be charging more. Or you should be yeah. charging less. And all of a sudden, it, you're completely sidetracked by, you know, all this unnecessary. Yeah. And then you get tense. And then you start to pucker up. Because, pucker up. Because <laughs> the, the worst. Like a Mr. Whippy machine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Mr. Whippy machine. <laughs> yeah. That's so probably like a, a very that's probably a very British reference. Yeah, what um, is a Mister Whippy machine? Mister, so, are you, uh, do you have ice cream trucks, ice cream vans over there? Yeah, Mister Softy, Mister so- Mister Softy, exactly those machines. You know where you, you yeah. pull it, you pull it, and the, the soft ice cream All comes right. out in a sort of. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're gross. The Mister Whippy machine. Okay, Mister Whippy. Oh, we've got we've got a, we've got a female. We've got a beef from a female. We need some sort of alarm system for this because it's got a rare occurrence. <laughs> Do you want to take this one, Marekko? Uh, she says, uh, or sorry, this is from Meredith McDaniels. She says, okay, well, one of them is when the clients come in for their massage with, slank, uh, with stank ass. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. The second one is when one person brings another person in as a surprise for the massage, but the second person is really nervous and doesn't like being touched. I always feel bad for them. The third beef is when the client wants me to break them in half. I'm not strong enough for that. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing Meredith isn't a knife maker. No, she's a, Um, she's a great, she listens to the show. She's a masseuse and she sends, she sends stuff, nice stuff in all the time. Nice. Nice. I I would I would think that if somebody came in smelling bad yeah, and you had to rub up on them, oh, geez. that oh. I just I just can't even imagine. I just can't. I even feel imagine. like I would have to ha- have them reschedule. I mean, just hygienically speaking, that is disgusting. How would you? How would? Okay, 
phone me up, Morocco. <laughs> you, you just give me a massage, and I've got, as Meredith says, the stank ass. No, no, no. You... Phone me up. Let, let's have a conversation. I'll phone you. I'll try and book another appointment. Okay. Hi, is that Meredith? Hey, how's it going? Hi, it's Craig. I don't know if you remember, you you, you gave me a massage earlier today. Um, I was hoping I could book oh, one in tomorrow yeah. as well. I'm just I, feeling very stressed I at the moment. I do remember very that. Stressed. I've been puckering up and I've got, I've got oh, I'm oh, sure. I need to I loosen up, baby. I up a lot. Um, I'm going to, yeah. so I've changed my uh, terms of uh, massaging. And so I'll need you to make sure you take a shower before you show up this time. Because last time you smelt like a horse's asshole. <laughs> okay you got me okay okay there's no, there's no response to that apart from putting the phone down and never speaking to you ever again is there really <laughs> there i would i would for sure i that that is got i would for sure have some sort of like i would have some like do's and don'ts <laughs> before you show sure. up like yeah it's highly re- it's highly regarded to uh you yeah. know hose off sure i so my back went out uh when i was in 26 27 part of uh my physical therapy for getting back up and running was massage therapy and every time i would go in before i went in i made sure i took a fucking shower because yes she had a big well, shit just, before you went in yeah. <laughs> just the the just being like a decent human being like the last thing you want to do is show up yeah. for somebody who doesn't need to be doing what they're doing and also probably isn't really what they're getting st- Fifty, sixty dollars to give you a full body massage, and you smell like shit. Jesus, go fuck. What kind of cheap massages are you getting? That's the cheapest massage you've ever in New heard York. of. Fifty or sixty bucks. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, it's like they're like seven, they're like over a hundred bucks over here. Well, mine don't always come with a Yankee. That's the extra that you ask. No, for, so. no, 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 no. We don't talk about that. No, we don't do that. So, anyways, yeah, I. It's just I don't know. You got to have some serious, like giving no fucks to just jump in and go get massaged and smell like crap. That's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, God. That's one of the, that's a job that I couldn't do. It's like, even like hairdressers and barbers, you know, some of the people that you must see, like doctors as well, people coming in and showing them their wounds. It's like, (laughs) Jesus. You know, when I did, um, I did the full blast with Honor and Ben. We were talking about some of the worst jobs, and it's considered yeah. one of the worst jobs is being a dentist because oh, have all that breath. You know, people are coming in with that fucking funky tongue breath. Yeah. Oh, particularly they're going in because there's something wrong as well. A lot of people and then, rotted oh. meat back there. Oh, God. well, all you're doing is a dentist. Jesus. Like you're usually just causing people pain or feeling bad for not fucking brushing or flossing their teeth enough like you you basically have no nothing very positive to offer except for fixing stuff but at this even at the same time as you're fixing stuff you're still like kicking the shit out of somebody's face while they're getting their teeth pulled or surgery no and yeah. what if Meredith's Spe- got a special kind of person to be a dentist? I think you've got to be quite an abrasive person. And Amer- Combat Abrasives <laughs> makes the world's best abrasive belt. Sorry, can I, can I just have a round of applause that for that one? Yeah, I was giving you the fucking golf clap. Hit it again. Hit Brian. Combat Abrasives makes the world's best abrasive belts for knife makers. Available in any size at unbelievable prices. 
Go take a look at CombatAbrasives.com and get 15% off with promo code KNIFETALK15. Do it now. Fucking good. 15% off. Do it now. Back to Meredith for a second. I would imagine that the worst customer would be big, hairy, sweaty dudes who are just like, they just clammy and filled with hair. Oh, God. Meredith, I give you a round of applause. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. This next one comes from BVF. BVF. This might, I also sprinkled in some beefs from last year, so this okay. might have been one of them. I can't seem to find the sign on my car that says, quote, hey, cut me off and go really fucking slow. There must be a sign somewhere because it happens only on my commuter car, not my truck. And it must be my fault because I received a finger or a brake check as if, if I was close to their bumper or invited them into a tiny space between myself and the car ahead. Do any of you, uh, do you have any suggestions on how to find the posted <laughs> sign on my vehicle? Maybe I should just install a cow catcher on the train and move them out of my way. Thanks for your help, gentlemen. Timberly Forge. That is a Mareko Mamasi special. That's it's from special, me. yes. From you. That's a, your department. We haven't heard many beefs about drivers from you well, lately. I've been trying year. to dial it back. It's just, <laughs> there's so many idiot <laughs> fucking drivers in the world and so many inconsiderate people. It's just. It's non. It's never ending, honestly. And I just, you guys always give me a hard time, so I just, I stopped. It's it's not much of a hard time. I don't blame. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'll be honest with you. I hate driving. Like I would be. Like I made a joke to my wife about this whole you know impending glaucoma. I said the best thing that's going to happen about the glaucoma is I'm not going to have to drive anymore. I thank God. I can't wait to not have to drive. I hate driving. <sighs> I don't trust anybody. I don't trust other yeah. people. I don't trust them. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, should we do another beef of our own? Sure. Um, okay, I'll go. The British government. Oh boy, getting political. But, oh, believe me, over the last, well, well, the last two years has been terrible, but the, the last week or so has just been really bad. So, you know, this pandemic's happening and everybody's going to lockdown and, you know, all the rest of it. It's all happening again, just as bad as it had before. You know, we, we let off the gas a little bit and it's getting bad again. Um, so uh, it's come to light that um, during, you know, the government speeches last year of basically cancelling people's Christmas with families and so on. And the UK last year was pretty bad with Christmas. You, families couldn't mix. Um, basically, if you lived on your own, you were spending Christmas on your own. It was pretty bad, pretty bad. It's come to light that they had a huge Christmas party <laughs> there in Downing Street. Um, and, you know, there's people there, there's, you know, not just staff. They invited people and they had this huge party and, and all the rest of it. you got to be just, kidding me. Oh, my God. No, no, no. And they, it, it all come to light because um, – they do um, like questions and answers once once a week anyway, like in Parliament. So people are going to put questions to the uh, to the Prime Minister, and they do a re- they do a rehearsal for this beforehand, where they can try and guess what these questions will be, so they can come up with some canned answers. And um, so it was all the staff there doing this rehearsal, and somebody had recorded it, and they said, you know, um, what do you think the public will think about the party that we had last night? And they're all laughing about it, and you know, and, and you're thinking. Fuck me. People, some people were dying on their own in hospital, couldn't have visitors. Some people were given birth on their own and they couldn't have, you know, their, their husband or their, you know, their husband with them or their partner with them. And, you know, people were saying goodbye to people over fucking Zoom, knowing that they were dying. They couldn't go to funerals. 
you know, people reorganise weddings and all these things. And meanwhile, the government are having fucking parties, getting drunk with their donators and all this. And it, yeah, and it, it's just, I don't know, it just stinks, the whole thing. Ugh. And um, I think, uh, finally, I think the, the, the British media have finally had enough. Because they've loved the last few years because there's been a new story every few days. Right. And, you know, it generates news for them. And, you know, what generates news will generate money because there's ads behind everything and all the rest of it. But I think even the British media now have had enough and they've sort of turned on the government, finally. And it's it's just fucking, it, the whole thing just stinks. It's so gross. It's, you know, that whole thing of one rule for us and one for another, um, it's never been more apparent now um, than what's going on in the UK. And it, it's it's just, it just, people have just had enough. And I think... Particularly, uh, you know, I said we're in this pandemic. It's nobody's fault. We can't help that, uh, but it could be managed better. And, and even now, I mean, speaking to my sister on the phone earlier today, um, kids have broken up for school uh, today. You know, for the Christmas break, um, and particularly in Wales, um, they haven't been given a date to go back. They've been told to not come back in January to school. They haven't even been given a date. You know, be- because everything is just so uncertain, and it's just like fuck me. Oh. It's, I don't know. It's just it's, it, it, Britain is not being governed at the moment, and that's that's a huge, huge problem. To the point where there was a there was a small election. So we have these by elections in the UK of you know local um, areas will have an election to find out who their who their uh, minister will be, and the Conservatives who are again very political here, aren't we? You are anyway. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> the, the Conservatives lost. So Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, um, his statement was that he's, he's actually going to accept that they've lost this one. And it's just that language used that he's going to accept it. You know, and we, we heard that from Trump, didn't you? you? You know, where he's like, I'm not going to accept this one. And it's like, it's not up to you to fucking accept it. The people have spoken. You do your job. You know, and uh, it, it just maddens me. So the British government are, are a big beef of mine um, <laughs> for today. Um, but they have been for years. But yeah, today's particularly has really got me down thinking how, you know, where do things go in? It's not going in a good place. So British government and my beef. I have to tell you that I have stopped, I guess, probably over a year ago. We stopped with the news in general. Yeah. And yeah. it was because we just started. I just decided I'm going to focus on the things that are in my control because the yeah. things out of my control, I don't want them to affect my focus and my focus being my health my family and my daughter all i want is my daughter to be prepared for life and i cannot i cannot spend extra energy on things that are out of my mm-hmm. control i just can't do it it's just like yeah. it's it's become and it's probably saved my it's probably i don't know if it saved me a few years but this has been the most productive year of my life and a lot of it has to do with the fact that i'm not What's going on with Andrew Cuomo? What's going on with the? I'm not doing that anymore because it's like hmm. it's all out of my control. I, I I have to focus on Fader knives, Hillary Fader, Lila Fader, and that's and my immediate friends and family. I don't. Yeah. I no, no I, I don't. I do not blame you. We're, we've purposely sort of kept away from the news as much. Yeah. But we're at a point where we need to know what's going on with regards of to the course. pandemic because because things are changing daily, right. like literally daily. Um, so we know, you know, we need to watch, know what's going on, and um, then you hear about all this other shit that's happening, and it's just like, oh, oh. but the pro- but the problem is, the problem is, the real problem is, is a lot of people they'll find the news 
a newspaper article or they'll retweet something or they're they're trying to create it's like this creation of this extra um you know recreational outrage and it's mm, like yeah. it just becomes it becomes overwhelming but this is the all beef review so that's a very good beef thank you very okay. good beef it's very frustrating it is very Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Okay, Tim Burley Forge. That, uh, right, yes. Would you like to take this one? I just did that one. Oh, excuse me. You did? No, I did the one before it. Timberly Forge is I Have a Beef. Go ahead. I have a... That's like Martin Luther King's... <laughs> Martin Luther King's... <laughs> I have a beef. <laughs> very inappropriate. Very inappropriate. All Go right. ahead. Timberly Forge says, I have, uh, I have a beef. I have made quite a few Damascus videos for YouTube... And I'm so sick and fucking tired of the little bitches that just have to comment and say, that's not real Damascus. <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm probably not using the same methods as the ancient Smiths, but holy shit, I get this comment every day. Uh, I could say pattern-welded pattern steel, laminated steel, or, thousand, or a thousand other things, but Damascus is such a common term that resonates with more people. It is also searched more often as a keyword. Stop being a history teacher and just appreciate where modern Damascus is today. Overall, I appreciate my viewers and probably shouldn't be sending in a beef uh, just as after keyboard raging but it is what it is. Thank you for everything you're doing. Keep it real, dudes. Brad Richardson, Timberly Forge. Yeah. It's not real, Damascus. <laughs> yeah. Brad, I like it. I like it. I, yeah. People, people get really fired up about terminology. Mm. But it, it's, it, wouldn't you say, Mareko, you would know better mm -hmm. than most. Wouldn't you say that most of the people who would say, well, that's not real Damascus, are probably not knife makers? Yeah. Most are probably not knife makers, or they are new, and they've done a lot of YouTubing or watching documentaries, um, but something they don't add or people don't really talk about. So 
uh, Damascus used to be the capital of Persia, and it is it was a, a major trading post, and people would come there from all the fuck over and sell stuff. And um, what the, the people who are saying that's not real Damascus are typically referring to Woot's Damascus. Damascus is an umbrella term that generally refers to any steels, especially ornate steels, Woot's or pattern welded or otherwise, that were sold in Damascus. So if you want to be more specific, you can say pattern welded Damascus. If you want to be more specific the other way, you could say crucible Damascus or Woot's Damascus. But Damascus is a general term. That was used back in those days. There you go. Brad, you just got you just got yourself a star. Gold star you. <laughs> From the horse's mouth. There we go. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> bad omen knives. This isn't a question, but maybe a response to all the beasts for people getting influencers asking for free shit. My response is that I will make them a knife once they pay... I will offer them a code that gives their followers a percentage of a custom knife. And for every knife actually sold using their code, I would refund that influencer back that percentage. Great idea. If they have that much pull, then it should be no problem for them to actually earn their free knife. The difference is that they have to invest in their own brand on the front end. And that's his two cents spent. It is. I like it. Good idea. These dudes asking for free shit. Hmm. is annoying as fuck. But the only reason why they probably keep doing it is because they most likely got... There was a fucking... A freshwater scuba diver. A freshwater snorkeler, I think he was. I think he was a freshwater, like, spearfishing snorkeler. Not even a scuba diver. He was just a fucking snorkeler. (laughs) I don't know. It was in a fucking lake. It was, like, in a bathtub. Perfect. I'm sure he's a perfectly nice guy. He offered to put, I think I might have even said this a few years ago, he offered to put my logo on one of his fins. So when he's fucking shooting you know, if you give me a knife and pay, I'll put your logo on my fin. And I'm thinking, like, what, so the fucking, the fucking sea slugs will go buy a knife? <laughs> You're in a fucking brown pond. <laughs> It's <laughs> a fucking horse farm. What do you think? Scuba Steve. I mean, it was like, I just remember watching this guy. And I'm looking at him, and he's just like slapping around in a pond. And I'm thinking, maybe I should send him my logo to put on his fucking flipper. <laughs> I just remember that fucking guy. And he'd stand there, you know, with his flippers, and he'd be in, like, a ranch swimming in some sort of, like, horse pond and, like, fucking slapping around. <laughs> There's no business down there. Hey, you know what? I think he had, like, one, one of his flippers had some sort of beef jerky company, and the other one had... <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was like, I wonder if there's space on the left flipper. Yeah. <laughs> what can I get with this? Yeah. Jesus You'll be right Christ. by my big toe. Don't worry. That's a hot spot. <laughs> uh, fuck those guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. In- influences. <laughs> uh, um, Jeff, do you want to do a Narin Mac? Naren Max says, hey, guys, I have a beef that I'd love for you guys to discuss. I'm, a face, I'm on a Facebook group, and someone asked about a forging press that won't break the bank. I replied and suggested 12 
ton press from an established company for three grand. Then the quote gatekeeping know-it-all douchebags replied, <laughs> "I suppose you lack the skills of a blacksmith. You're better off being, uh, you're better off to be dependent on a corp than uh, you're better off to be dependent on a corporation. But seriously, you should be playing with a forge if you can't make your own equipment." Oh, should you be playing with a forge if you can't make your own equipment? And then they say, um, if they can't make their own equipment, they shouldn't be selling the term Smith by using it to refer to themselves. To me, I'd rather invest in a proper equipment to save the time. Uh, then I can spend that time to hone my smithing skills with the help of precision tools and equipment that I bought. Because, you know, I'm learning to become better at blacksmithing and bladesmithing, not building forge presses and power hammers. A steel a fabricator. Dude. I just don't understand why people get involved with these Facebook groups. I'm sorry. It's so... I don't, why would you spend time just, like, going out of your way to, like, chastise someone for, for no mm. reason? It doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. It's, yeah. It's a mismanagement of your people, time. People, again. Small it's people. people. The, the biggest beef at the end... We should, we should, next year's show should be the 2022 All Beef Review. It should be just three seconds just going... Fucking people, and then just end the show. But once <laughs> because it's just people; they can't be trusted to behave themselves. Once again, you get this guy who's just like, "Well, what kind of press should I buy?" And next thing you know, it's just like, "Well, you shouldn't buy a press at all. You're you're sullying the smithing name. Go fuck yourself, sullying sullying the smithing name. You slapping fuck. Yeah. It's just so ridiculous. It's, I don't know why people feel the need to like say something. They want they want to show that they're, they're superior. But again, these are probably people who don't actually do it themselves anyway. You know, it's these Facebook. On, on that note, on that note, if I were to buy a grinder, what would I buy, Jeff? Oh, for sure, Broadbeck Ironworks two by seventy two grinder. No question about it. I just use mine. I today. wouldn't make my own. Wouldn't make my own. Fuck no. You can put this <laughs> no, one together if you want. You can put this one together. I would go to broadbeckironworks.com, put in promo code Knife Talk for the upgrade to the Moreco Platin, which is my go to platin, a deep dish platin. Go get yourself a new platin. From, go get yourself a, a, or attachments from Broadback Ironworks. Uh, it's vertical, horizontal ma makers, making makers, making grinders, <laughs> people meeting people. <laughs> never mind, never mind. That was never mind. Um, but for sure, go get yourself a grinder from BroadbackIronworks.com. Put in promo code Knife Talk for the upgrades to the Moreco Platinum. There we go. From Jeff Fader's mouth, Sully in the name of knife, <laughs> knife makers since 2021. <laughs> Okay, uh, Mareko, do you have another beef, Mareko? Oh, let's see my little list here. Mine is not as heavy as your previous personal beef. Uh, mine's pretty small. Again, these are these are just yeah. little personal beefs. Uh, but I hate wasting food, especially when it when it is uh, like I made a mistake in cooking something. Um, it could be something from accidentally over toasting some toast to something way bigger, but all of it fucking sucks the same and so i hate wasting food and i think i think it stems from um before jeff even asks uh and gets all full blast on me uh it comes from <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't gonna i wasn't at all i hate you too no i think it's just you know we didn't have a lot of money growing up and and having food handy was really important and so anytime i fuck any food up i just I feel it like in the depths of my soul. Like I just completely screwed something up. So terrible. Um, I need to be easier on myself. But even worse than that is when food 
uh, we have a tendency sometimes, not me, but in our house sometimes for to be a little too precious about some of the foods we buy. Um, and, and they end up going bad before we can even eat them or before we even get to them. And mm. I fucking hate that. Mm. That's tough. <sighs> I'd like to suggest yeah. a podcast yeah. that I've been listening to lately that I really like. It's the David Chang okay. podcast. David Chang, famous chef. Uh, not really a chef anymore. I think he's just like, but he's funny. Yeah. And he just did a, an interview with these guys uh, talking about, you know, demystifying um, the climate crisis. And they were talking about what restaurants can do. And a lot of it was sure. food waste. Like food waste mm -hmm. is a is a, like a giant problem on a on a global scale that just like clogs up a lot of a lot. It was a very interesting podcast. And, and it's he's usually very funny. This the, the latest one wasn't funny. It was very like kind of doom and gloom. But uh, it was I agree with you. Food waste is, is yeah. problematic. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, do you have another beef? Yes. Uh, LOL as punctuation. <laughs> I fucking hate that. <laughs> I fucking hate LOL as punctuation. I think it's dumb. And when I get messages from people, uh, uh, well, number one question is, where do you get your G10? LOL. I fuck don't don't LOL is not punctuation and it isn't it's for little children. It's not yeah. for I fucking hate LOL as punctuation. Have you ever heard anybody actually say it? <laughs> LOL. No, have you? Yes. That's what I have. It's Get terrible. the fuck Worse. out of here. Really? I, I'm say telling that? you. It's a it's a thing. Yes. You, you know, you say something, they go, ha, 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 They're speaking LOL. in text. That's not ironic. <laughs> fuck yeah. You fuck. I've heard it as, like, ironic, but I haven't heard it as, like, someone being honest. I do, no, dis I I do despise. I have friends of mine who, who write LOL, and I'm just like, I just, I don't cringe. It's not a big deal, but I just like, you know, come on, man. You're fucking sure. grown up. <laughs> don't worry. Fuck well, what's up? <laughs> Often, like you were saying, it doesn't make sense. Like that was a very simple question. Where do you get your micarta? Do you like at the end of that statement? Are they going? Ha -ha! Like I don't understand. <laughs> like a crazed <laughs> lunatic. I don't know, but you oh, blew sorry. my ears out right there. We might uh -oh. get another bucket. That's my beef fault. That sorry, one. guys. But I, I no, but but I don't know. I don't understand. It's just, it's just like it's just to be cool. It's to be funnier. Actually, dealing with the last chef, def, dealing with the last chef, I was dealing with. He saw a price that he thought was the price, which wasn't the price. And then I said, well, that's not the price. This is the price. And then he did the LOL emoji. And I was like, right. you're fucking grown up, dude. Don't fucking give me the LOL emoji. I fucking hate you. I, I, I'm in a group text with um, Ben Snoor and, and Jonathan Porter. And I guess Ben said something like, somebody wrote, uh, somebody gave me an emoji. I don't like, I don't, don't give me, don't give me, if you're a professional business, don't give me an emoji. It was really funny. I, you know what? I'm like, you're fucking A right. Don't give me a fucking emoji. Uh, that might have been me, by the way. I send Ben kissy face no. emojis all the time. No, 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 no. It was definitely not you. <laughs> definitely not you. All right. <sighs> okay. Talking about where do you get your G10, where do you guys get your sandpaper and what sandpaper would it be? Miraculous. I mean, I get my sandpaper from Texas Ferry Supply because I can save 10% on it. And they sell the best hand sanding paper available known to mankind. Sorry, I just blew out your ears again, didn't I? Uh, yeah. yeah. What is it? Rhino Wet Indo by Indasa. The red line is the shit. So 
If you go to TexasFarriersSupply.com and put in Knife Talk 10, you can save 10%. And you can get your hands on not only the best hand sanding paper, but all kinds of hand, uh, handle materials, other knife making materials. They got you covered. So go check them out. Cool. Cool. Okay. I'll take this one from Rodney. Rodney Philman, I think it is. Um, new Beef. Um, getting asked by customers if I'm okay while I'm laughing my ass off during an install, they have to stop because um, what I'm doing is I'm just listening to a podcast. <laughs> um, also, maybe a new segment of calling. Uh, also, maybe a new segment of calling role playing. He hasn't laughed that hard in a while. Thanks for the great show. So I think he's referring to a couple of shows ago. We, <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but we just started doing these role-playing things. And they were quite funny. So I think we may be doing more of them in the future. But, um, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. So, yeah, Rodney, thank you for listening. Thank you. We uh, Nolly Knives says um, his beef is when a 36-grit belt snaps and slaps you on the top of the head. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah thank god it hasn't happened in a while but yeah it does yeah. I, you know what i always when something like that happens i usually for me it's always a uh it's either an 800 grit belt or a scotch bright belt and i'm always glad that it fucking snaps and it's only gets hit one time you only get hit one time and that's the best part about it all because i've it just kept going over and over and over again i don't know how long it would take before yeah. you like realize you moved Jeez, but yeah, a thirty-six grit belt snapping with that, that that heavy backing on it. Jeez, you got you must be doing something pretty give you like intense if you're snapping one of them. Would Jeez. give you like the reverse mohawk haircut. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah. I think belt snapping like that, especially those heavy weighted belts, uh, that's a more of a tension issue than um, than the actual belt. It could be some of the belts, either like the quality of the construction or how old the belt is. Um, but in my experience, when heavy belts have blown out like that, it's because I've just had them under way too much tension. Yeah. What are we being? Are you being helpful or something? I know. <laughs> you giving advice? What are you doing? It's the hobby for you. I'm not trying to help this fucking problem. He just doesn't want it anymore. Uh, NJ Custom Knives, uh, Jeff. Do you want to take this? Is for the all beef review. If you hyper uh, hyperbolically, hyper Ooh. hyperbolic hyperbole. 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 It's it's the same as hyperbole. Hyperbole? Hyperbole. Hyperbolically (laughs) use the word literally. Right? Go ahead. Keep going. (laughs) If you hyperbolically use the word literally, I'm literally dying. That was so funny. I hope you literally step on in dog shit every day of the for the year. <laughs> You're literally terrible at using the English language. Stop it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I have verbal I'm literally crutches. Literally dying. Yeah. Verbal crutch the verbal crutches are really a thing and you do try to use words that kind of emphasize as opposed to just kind of being clear. I, I literally just comes out good. Just you know, literally I literally it's like it's like uh, I understand. Have you ever seen Parks and Rec? No. One of the characters no. on there literally says literally all the fucking time in that show. It's really <laughs> ridiculous. Hyperbolically, by the way, Webster's Dictionary says is an exaggerate is in an exaggerated manner, or saying exaggerate, job, look at you. exaggeratedly. 
You're still helping people. What I'm are you just, helping people for? Come on, I don't know what the fuck hyperbolically <laughs> meant anyway, so I was doing it for me. I thought it was oh. like a I thought it was like a chamber, <laughs> but never mind. A hyperbolic yeah, hyperbolic chamber. I d I don't even know All what right. it is, but keep uh, going, keep going. We got lots of beefs uh, to go. Alpha Forge Work says, I got beef. Um I can't stand tire kickers and people who aren't upfront about their intentions. I posted the knife for sale in Facebook group and someone sent me a note asking about details and fine points. After an hour and a half of back and forth with this summer of a bitch, um, there was a lull in the conversation, and I asked him if he was interested. He replies, sorry, I'm just looking into making knives and wanted oh to see God. how to figure out what to charge. <laughs> <laughs> if he had been up front, we probably would have had a good professional relationship, but he wasted my time on what I thought was a potential sale. People like that need to state their intentions right away and not waste our time. What a bastard. DMs the so, worst. So he's drilling him, drilling him for questions, um, not interested in buying, rather than just being upfront about it. Jesus I mean, Christ. What's th- wrong I just, it reminds oh, right. me of my favorite. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, go ahead. I was going to say my favorite Moreco beef is when somebody sneaks in his DMs and like asks him a million questions to try to have him teach him how oh, to make God. Damascus. That's what the shit I fucking I think is fucking hilarious. Well, and I just sent you guys to our group text. Somebody asked me the other day, I'm actually looking at it right now. It says, hey man, do you ever make cleavers? I'm not interested in buying one, so sorry if I'm wasting your time. Your work is just absolutely jaw-dropping, blah, 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 blah. So he's like asking me all these questions about shit, but he's not even interested in buying anything. I'm like, why the fuck are you even talking to me right now? People want understand. to connect. They want to connect. They're hoping for to create a relationship. I they're creating a relationship, but they, they don't. They don't understand. There seems like really weird pretenses uh, upon which establishing a relationship. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Or potential friendship. Fucking fucking people, people want friendship. People think this is how you make friends. This is the new <laughs> way of making wrong. friends. <laughs> they want to make friends. Well, it's just like, hey, well, I want to talk to Morocco. I wonder what he'd like to talk about. Let's talk about cleavers. I bet he loves talking about cleavers. That's, <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's what these fucking idiots. These are morons. There's so many morons out there. But the DMs are the worst. Yeah. Go fuck yourself with the DMs. Yeah. Don't fuck yourself. Yeah. All right. This next one is from Celery Patch Knives. He says, my beef is when listening to Knife Talk on Spotify Premium. Premium. Every, Ooh. Every... <laughs> Every now and then, an advertisement at least twice as loud comes on without notice in French. I'm generally driving along listening to Craig talking about a new knife drop he'll be doing each week. Uh, We know he'll cancel the build before he starts. But hey, it sounds good. And then that cuts. (laughs) And then bam, French lady yelling something at me for 30 seconds in a foreign language. It's strange as I don't get adverts with premium. Uh, It always cracks me up. Pretty sure one of them was in German too. Ash. So this is from Ash. So Ash, Craig is actually probably. I know what's going on here, Ash. I know what's going on, Ash. So you're not getting the ads from Spotify because you are, you know, you're one of those for the Spotify premium account. Um, You're getting ads directly within our podcast. And what happens is these ads, 
they'll look at your sort of browsing history and they'll give you something relevant or which they think is relevant. So I can only assume, Ash, that you've been looking at um, maybe some French, maybe some German porn over the last few weeks. <laughs> and it's now deciding to give you French and German content. That's that's the only thing that I can, that, that I can think of. There's no other reason why you'd have French and German um language stuff unless you've been looking at french and german language stuff um so yeah we we have no control over those ads it's it's all served by a bigger brain than ours so we don't know i'm afraid right well he was mad about the volume too but it seemed like he was more mad about the language it's loud yeah. but it's a different yeah. language that's what it is that's what it is. You need to go into a privacy mode if you're if you're viewing these um, these European <laughs> porn sites, um, Ash. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Not to call you out specifically, but that, we all know what's going on there. Uh, Norris Knifeworks says, "I got to be for you. I can't stand it when people chew with their damn mouths open. You sound like a fucking cow chomping on food. It's like nails in a chalkboard. It makes me want to slap some manners into you." <laughs> That's called, uh, yeah. you know what that's called? Uh, in the my, my, Growing up, my family, my dad, <clears throat> used a lot of Yiddish expressions, and it would be called plotching. So don't plotch with your plotching. lips. But then his, then my grandmother would say, don't plotch midst the lips. As in, like, don't plotch with your... <laughs> plotching. Plotching was a big, was yeah. a big use in my, in my asshole. You, you, you kiss kids plotching all the time. Bad eaters are the worst. Like, in a cinema... When you've got somebody close to you and they're just chowing away, it's like, oh, my God, absolute pigs. Why do you think they make the loudest food for movies? <laughs> I know. It's crazy, isn't like, it? I know. Like popcorn, yeah. is like, it's, it sounds like a bunch of locusts. <laughs> it's yeah. like you've got people open up, opening up a big bag of M&Ms and they're searching through for the blue one and just like, <laughs> shut up, shut up. It's crazy. I just remember, I remember, uh, I just remember, I used to bring in uh, hot dogs and beer in the movie theaters when I was in high school. Mm. And my friends and I, we'd be cracking beers and it was just like, uh, it was referred to as, uh, Derek from Walden called that, uh, the Irish, Irish crickets. <laughs> beer, opening the beer cans, Irish crickets. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where were we? <laughs> I forgot her. <laughs> Jerdrum knives. Give it a go. Give it a go. Craig, you there? I'm there. Okay, okay. Here's a beef. Um, it's with winter, um, I guess. Um, accidentally poked a hole in my swarf bucket without noticing it. Uh, left my sh- uh, shot for a few days. and Shop, I think he means. Uh, for a few days and come back to a hockey oh, rink. Fuck. Not cool, winter. Not nope. cool. Speaking of not cool, it is like almost, it's like 56 degrees in the United States, right? In New York. It's like balmy. I don't have the heater on. I got the door open. Wow. It's like balmy in the middle of December. We've got t-shirt weather here, which is crazy. Yeah, we're talking 17, 18 Celsius, um, which, yeah. I think I'm getting your weather, Jeff. It's been like freezing every morning. Yeah. Wow. Really? It's Ooh. it's it was I mean today was like kind of sc- it was kind of scary walking the dogs it was like warm hmm. should be warm yeah and we've had the most beautiful like um, sunsets as well where everything is just pink and it's stunning and particularly today it I think it's a full moon today it's very very bright everywhere um, yeah the weather just seems to be very strange for this time of the year but um, yeah it's nice it feels nice but yeah it is worrying for what's going on but you know. 
Take it where we can. Um, this one comes from Evan Watson, a.k.a. the hand engraver. He's he's a dynamite hand engraver. Uh, he does a lot of stuff for Roy Scott. He does stuff for uh, Liam Hoffman. He's like really high level. He goes, this beef is like a Big Mac. It has multiple layers of beef. It gets <laughs> under my skin when a hand engraver works with a knife maker or collector. And upon completion of the piece, there's no mention of who did any of the hand engraving from whoever is sharing the finished piece. A mention of the graver's name and a tag of something as simple as social media posts would be awesome. I also think it's a bummer when a knife is talked about in a magazine, but the hand engraver is not mentioned for the engraving. In some cases, the engraver might have spent more time have more time invested in the knife than the knife maker themselves. So a simple engraved by or so and so would mean a lot to the hand engraver. I can't speak for all hand engravers. But whenever I work with a knife maker, I do my best to make sure I mention the person who made the knife in my posts. Not only do I think it's the right thing to do, I think it's a good habit to help promote people that you work with. I've personally had people tell me that they had a hell of a time trying to track me down because they've seen my work, uh, but my name wasn't listed in a magazine. This is a beef. Uh, this beef is not just something about myself. Uh, I beef about, but I've had this conversation with other uh, engraver friends in this in the past this doesn't happen all the time but it definitely happens and it's always a bummer when it does uh all that's being said is i love your work with knife makers and that uh i'm all uh and without y'all my job wouldn't be near as fun so thank you all i gotta say that it almost seems as though when if if you're not safe if someone's helping you on the project especially like a graver and you don't give them mm. cred it's kind of like you're saying you did it yourself yeah right yeah yeah it does seem very strange to me. Yeah. They're clearly working together on that. Yeah. What do you think, Marekko? What do you think? About I that? think you absolutely should always give credit, especially like there's no way I could ever take credit for hand engraving. And well, it's not, it's not lie. It's just, it's like lies of omission. It's right. just like, it's, it's just well, like I guess, not included. But I guess, I don't know. In my head, I, I would be cognizant of that. If I'm not mentioning right. that, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm taking, or it's easy to assume that people will assume that I did the thing that I didn't do. And right. I think it's really, really fucking important to, to not get caught up in, in making, you know, mistakes happen. Maybe some of that's a mistaken omission, but if somebody else is trying to kind of take credit for something or yeah, Take credit for something they didn't do. It's weird. It's like people have an issue with not being good at every fucking thing in the world. It's like, it's all right. Just mm. chill out. Just just don't be a dick. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons, you know, people collab with each other. And, and you know, I think if you're working with a hand engraver, it's clearly a, a collaboration. I think one of the reasons for doing that is you can leverage the audience of right. both parties. So why wouldn't you want to make a, you know you know a sing and dance about that anyway yeah it does seem as if you know there's a lot of people maybe claiming that they're doing yeah. the work that they're not maybe hmm. okay baltic blades sent one in i really hate when people say one thing and don't do it they speak the speak but don't walk the walk instead they walk on their hands <laughs> what the fuck does okay. that mean? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that means. Um, a local maker made my grinder. I had issues for more than a year. I redone parts, and they were all his mistakes. 
spent money and still a grinder that doesn't do what I want. So that's a lesson learned. Um, he's got a second beef, which is fake restoration videos. We can clearly see that the rust is new. And he's even got a third beef. Um, oh, and I really hate scraping my car windows every time, every morning in the winter. Um, well, Baltic <laughs> Blades, with, with the name Baltic in it. You've got you to expect you're scraping some windows each morning. Jeez. Yeah. Get a garage. All right. Uh, yeah. Who's, who's next? Uh, Mareko, do you want yeah. to do the next uh, one? What the fuck? How do you say that? <laughs> Facundor or I don't know. <laughs> It's Roar. I think it's Roar Knives. Okay. Fecundo Roar. No, is, 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 is Fecundo Roar, is Roar Knives. Okay. He's a good dude. Sorry, Roar. Just say Roar Knives. Roar Knives. Okay, he says, I don't know if I'm in time, but here's the beef. Uh, the, t- quote, turning this dollar sign, dollar, wait, what? Turning this $1 knife into a high-end kitchen knife video, I see, is still a fucking $1 knife no matter what you do. I see. So yeah. it's like pol- turd polishing. Sounds like. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of them <laughs> happening at the moment. And and as uh, Baltic Blade said, the the restoration restoration videos. You know where they just take something rusty and make it look new again. Well, that's YouTube guys. Like people we, seem to love that. Well, YouTube, like we talk about, like the vice restoration video is like i mean that's like flies to moths to a flame i mean they yeah. these content guys they don't give a shit they need to get something out there you know they're yeah. like yeah let's turn this knife into a different knife it's like all right fine go ahead <laughs> youtubers you. <laughs> david duffy jeff here's one for you Okay, my beef is when people use a ceramic honing rod but they never clean them. Grab your barkeeper's friend and scrubber, you filthy animals. So clean your oh. clean your ceramic hones, ladies and germs. Clean your home. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Let's keep going. We got to run All these right, down. This next... Okay. Uh, Mika, uh, sorry, go on. This one's from Micah Dunn. Uh, he says, people who fish for discounts when they are buying something for someone who has done something for them. I love that Uncle Jim Bob is a pillar of the community and did so much for you and your family, but he isn't feeding mine. <laughs> I know that fucking, I know that fucking one. I'm, going, I'm, I'm trying to do something nice for my right. guy and can you, can you do a discount? Oh, fuck you. Don't come to me. Discount. Also, what is that Discounts. saying about that person? I really Do appreciate it. this person, but I'm fucking cheap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Hey, yeah. can you do me? You appreciate them, but I don't appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Griffith's handmade knives. Um, the armchair audiophiles need to settle down. Craig is not only pulling a show together whilst moving, but while sick nonetheless. Uh, these guys must be a cut from the same cloth as Mr. Anonymous, complaining about the live show. Anyway, Mary Howard Stern's penis and Baba Booey to you all. <laughs> oh, and fuck Mary Poppins too. <laughs> it's Mary Poppins season. She'll be on soon. Do you I'm remember sure. that was the first, the first, uh, uh, the first Baba Booey, the first um, I'll Be For View. We had the guy who was like, my wife. And then you we were called a Mary Poppins. Remember that? Mary Poppins. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck 
Okay, now, Mr. Poppins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Winnipeg Blade Works. Hey, cuties. Here's a B for the aisle. B for view. People who fucking litter. Live about an hour out of town and drive a lot because of it. Uh, beautiful picturesque prairies as far as the eye can see, except for people's fast food garbage in the ditch. It's 2021, almost 2022. You degenerates. Get rid of your garbage. Yeah. Yeah, when you see when you see junk on the side, you just think, oh. oh, this is. You know what's not junk? You know what is not junk? Go ahead, Dharma steel, Dharma steel. If if you buy in a a Damascus or pattern welded steel, whatever you want to call it, which is stainless, it's the best stuff out there. So yeah, Dharma steel. Uh, go have a look at DharmaSteelLab dot com, which is oh actually it's DharmaSteelLab dot se because they're based in Sweden. Go have a look at this steel. They've got amazing patterns. Always bringing out new patterns. They're, they're big supporters of the sort of knife-making community too, and they put on some great events. Um, go have a look. If you use Knife Talk, you'll get 10% off um, any order that you place with them as well. So go take a look. Um, they've got some beautiful, beautiful steel. It's the best in the business, and as I said, they're very supportive of the community too. So go take a look. Craig, while you're at it, I want you to read the next one. From a Winnipeg Blade no, Works? Cayman K- Knives. Cayman Knives. Okay. Dear United States of America, <laughs> when will you, otherwise so straightforward and practical people, finally admit that you bet your money on the wrong horse with the Imperial system and switch to metric? Imperial makes no sense. For important stuff, your engineers use metric since decades anyway. It doesn't convert easily and logically within itself, and the whole world uses metric. No one knows what you're talking about with your inches, feet, and yards. So do you and the rest of the world a favor and switch to the metric system. Thanks, bus. Bussy. I agree. Um, I couldn't agree anymore. When you guys talk about... Eight fifteen thirty fourths. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I literally have no idea. It is stupid. It is so dumb. It would be. It would make yeah. our lives so much easier if we were just talking millimeters and centimeters. I agree. I it took. Yeah. Me for- and then you talk about three thousandths. Oh, that I, I give up. You know, Oof. I give up on that. I don't even like when you guys talk about thous. When you get when like what I hear you talk about. What I hear Will Stelter say. Oh, this is about ten thousand. Like, beat it, beat it, Will. I can't handle all this. <laughs> This next one comes from WCSBR Forgeworks. That's our friend Wesley, who's a, a firefighter. He, fi- he fights fires in, uh, in for, like, forest fires. I have a beef. Price? Price? Shitheads that don't have the decency to ask anything else but just write, quote, price on your <laughs> post. Is if, if, if you can't strike up a decent conversation or at least compliment it, uh, then fuck away off. When people do uh, that's my when people do that, and my response now is a lot. <laughs> I do fucking hate. When people just write price, it is fucking. Yeah. It's obnoxious. It's fucking yeah. rude. <laughs> it's so it's rude. obnoxious. Yeah. Marco, this one's oh, for it? you. Okay, this is from Jade Curtis. I hate that I burn myself more grinding or cutting steel than actually forging. Also, shout out to my homie. Uh, my homeboy Hugh Janus. <laughs> That's a weird last name. Uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> I wonder if he's related to Hugh Jazz. Okay. It was. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah we've, uh... we've got. 
I mean, we're out and 40 minutes in. We've got a few left. So we just rattle through yeah, them quickly. Yeah, let's fucking rattle through them. Let's just get them all done. Okay. Let's get them all done. Where are we? Uh, no knives and leather no- goods. My beef is with people who threaten to buy something from you. I'm going on your website to buy it now. My friend is going to order something from you. Either do it or keep your mouth shut or jog on. Fuck me. One more, uh, one more of you asking me what I have in stock as if they're illiterate baboons that need something else to read on my website. I don't get the yeah. last part, but yeah, yeah. People, yeah. KLB, KLB has said, "Hey man, I got a, a big old beef with no good lazy ass subcontractors who do shit work and slow down the whole job. <laughs> a professional tradesman should not be should not be able to be outworked by me, my inexperienced mother. <laughs> um, I <laughs> and he's inexperienced. I, I yeah, um, I hate those guys." And two emojis. Let's make a note that uh, KLB uses emojis. KLB Angry rules. Two of them. KLB Angry face rules. emojis. KLB rules. Yeah. KLB <laughs> will always rule. KLB rules. All right, the next one. <laughs> he sent me a very nice message this week, actually. So, yeah, I agree. He rules. He did? What did he, he say? Um, um, just that he's, yeah, he, I, I can't quite remember. Right. I, I, Obviously, it was really It was back. nice. I remember really it was nice. nice so, you know. All right, the next <laughs> one is from Joe Egbert. He says, I have a beef with people getting into blacksmithing and bladesmithing that want to be spoon-fed everything on Facebook and Instagram. Everything is already on the internet. Do a search, watch some stuff, and then shut it off. Get in the shop and get something hot and hit it. You're taking up a... F- uh, taking up a physical skill, you have to physically learn it, it by doing it. Please, it's a trade that is a thousand years old, uh, or is thousands of years old. Use some mechanical ability, some problem solving, and get and go smash some hot metal. I, I'm not upset with that. Pe- people ask for everything how do you do that i love the ones you got you owe it to the i got one i'm sure (laughs) you got this too you you owe it to the community to do a video on how you do it you owe it you owe it to me i don't owe anybody anything i mean you got to be out of your mind (laughs) we don't do enough for you motherfuckers it's insane do a video you you do a video doing a video Um, go on then, Jeff. You do the next uh, one. JVB Knives Canada says, here's my beef for the all-beef review. My beef is with people who say, quote, uh, you're the expert, only to contra- contradict me two seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> and then another beef for the all-beef review is my beef is with people buying two weeks before Christmas, choosing the cheapest shipping option, and then writing me a message that they need the knife by Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Is that his customer's name in there? No, I, I, that's a that's a mis. Tanner Clement is the next line. So I, I do. Oh right, I, I thought you were saying no, Tanner <laughs> Clement. That was a mistake. That was a slight mistake. But that is funny. People want the cheapest fucking shipping, and then they're just like, "Where is it? Where is it?" Uh, uh. So Tanner Clement then is the next yeah. one. Sorry, um, his beef is angle grinders. Uh, got my finger real good with a flap disc on my <laughs> angle grinder. Ended up with four stitches right in my left index knuckle. Shout out to the Whoa. angle grinder community. Strong, living strong and <laughs> yep. take, breaking hearts and refusing taking Refusing to give up. Refusing to give up. The fucking right angle community. We've never given them enough love because the right angle grinder community, you're a hard, you're a hard living group. You're a hard living group. <laughs> I salute you. All right. This next one is from Moonshadow Forge. Can't give it up. Uh, being put on speakerphone with no warning. Essentially, 
creating a miniature intercom system and broadcasting personal matters. Ooh, yeah. Dude, my mother used to be on fucking speakerphone everywhere when these old bats answer the phone and they're on speakerphone. Hi, I'm in the store. And they just, it's like fucking, don't even kill yourself. I fucking hate it. Why are you on speakerphone? Yeah, I can't hear you otherwise. Oh, oh Jesus geez. Christ. Yeah. We got beef. Okay, Stephen Connor. My current top beef is with people not securing their garbage, especially dumpsters during remodeling. High wind storms around here blow shit everywhere, like the heavy mill plastic sheets blown up into the trees in my backyard. It's like tattered sails on a pirate ship. I'll share. We don't need pictures. He says, I'll share a picture for context. We don't need pictures. Uh, secure your shit, people. It's windy around here. Thanks for letting me vent. Cheers. Maybe we should all you, pick Stephen. one more beef and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up on a high note. Well, we've only we've only got four left. Right, well, then let's do them. Let's do them. Thirsty, thirsty work industries for the all beef review. My beef is with road cyclists. They are like obnoxious teenagers who think they're legitimate adults. They want all the rights, but none of the responsibilities. Paved public roads are built to expedite traffic. Cyclists are built to piss off everyone with a life somewhere to be. Uh, there's a popular bumper sticker that's coined the phrase, share the road. Sure, I'll share the road when you license, register, and insure your little toy. If you can't manage to go the speed limit or obey any other traffic law, for that matter, then do the rest of us a favor. Get a life, get a job, get off your ass, off the road, onto a trail, and somewhere far, far away. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Somebody needs uh, a Peloton. Well, sure, I agree there. Thirsty work somebody industries. Needs a, but, uh, somebody's a Peloton geez. rider right there. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> get that man a Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bora's Forge. Um, my beef was the level of literal obliviousness that my fellow shoppers have. When walking through somewhere like Costco, I can't tell you how many times I'm almost run over by someone's cart who's either on their phone or just not aware of their surroundings. To make it worse, after having jumped out of the way of their speeding cart, the offender seemingly continues to shop unaware of their offence. It goes on and on, but we all know what they mean. Yeah, those people who, yeah, they're normally on their phones or they, yeah. Do you know what's weird when, pay attention. when you're in a supermarket and you say, oh, excuse me, and you and the, you you're, you want to get out of somebody's way or something like that, and they answer with, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's the weird, it's, it, mm-hmm. Or you're okay, you're all good. It's, it's just, people are terrible. People are bad. So this is Safraz from actually this is a last year's beef. I have a beef with Instagram. I'm not even a legitimately in the knife making community, just a bum artist on the fringe working on kitchen knives that are widely marketed to by huge companies. Yet all my posts get flagged as weapons. Why? As soon as I hit 500 followers, I reached uh, my reach got killed. All of my attempts to pay to play, aka advertise have been blocked. I don't know how you guys ever reached the people who are uh, already following you. I know, I know. I've only been, I've only got 19 posts and my account is just over six months old. It's a year and six months by now, by now. Um, but when my exposure went from zero to 100 uh, in the end of 2020, I felt like I completely lost. Like, uh, as an attempt uh, at turning my art into a business, how do you actually, thanks for putting in the show. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We won. And we got one last. Oh, we got two left. So I'll, I'll do a Ryan 
O-Knives, I believe. Good for um, you. Hi, lads. Here's my beef. Can you tell those whingy fucks complaining about the audio to just stop now? We get it. If that's the worst thing in their lives right now, they need to get a grip. <laughs> they need to the free... What's it? They need to the free podcast and count their lucky stars. Such a format exists. Uh, wishing you guys a Merry Christmas. And let's finish it off with Kyle Heath, Mareko, Reed Kyles. You there? Mareko, did we lose you? Ah, oh, right at the end. Uh, okay, Jeff, you, you take this one. All right. Kyle Keith. Kyle Keith, my beef is with bacon. It's an overrated flavor blanket that people use to make their shitty food palatable. There you go. Completely disagree. Heil. There we go. Oh, I thought he'd come back. I think Morocco has left us. Hopefully you'll come back in a sec. Um, bacon makes everything better. Even your shitty food. Even my shitty food. Check a bit of bacon on it and it's, it's all going to be good. Even bacon-flavored things are, are brilliant. Mm. Ah, bacon. Here's Morocco. I love bacon. Morocco. <laughs> you missed it. Heil Keith has just said um, his beef is with bacon. Um, it's overrated flavor. Please discuss. Uh, I mean, I've. <laughs> I feel like there was like bacon craze for a long time, but bacon is. I don't know. Bacon is a pretty magical ingredient, but I do think it has its place, and I do not believe it belongs on everything. Do you still put it in your trail mix? <laughs> uh, I haven't bought trail mix in a while, so yeah, my man, good for you. <laughs> Bad for you. Trail mix is bad. There we go. All those nuts. There we go. That the was nuts, the show. The nuts are bad. I thought it was the sugar all of that's them, bad. All of it's bad. Trail mix, nuts, all, it's all bad for you. What is good for you these days? Jeez. Don't ask me. Jeff, no. have you heard anyway, of that's, Corp? Of course. Good old American, uh, good old raisins and peanuts. I've never, I heard Gorp for the first time only a few months ago, and I was like, what the fuck? That sounds like the most unappealing and unappetizing thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> yeah. entire life. That's, it was uh, good old raisins and peanuts. Yeah. Gorp. Ah, that's what it stands yeah. for. Right, yeah. Okay, well, that's a show. Over 60 beefs. Um, we hope you all have a great Christmas, a great holiday, um, whatever you celebrate. Um, we hope you have do it with a smile on your face. Everybody stays safe, and um, you're with those you love. I think maybe it's a good time to turn this around a bit as well before we finish. Yes. Um, and let's talk about something we're thankful for. We've, we, we've beefed for nearly two hours, and, you know, it can, it can get a bit much. So maybe let's talk about what we're thankful for. Um, Jeff, do you want to go first? I'm grateful for you guys because we've oh, been doing this for four. <laughs> Wait, hey, I'm trying to be nice. We've been doing this for four years with very little breaks, and it's been a lot of yeah. fun. I look forward to it every week. The listeners are great, um, major- as a majority, <laughs> and and it's <laughs> and it's fun. And and you know what? We're very fortunate enough to be in this terrific community and I'm grateful mm. for that. I'm grateful to, to both of you and I'm grateful to the listeners of the podcast and our sponsors. Thank you. Thank you. And, and just to make a point there, we, we say we're grateful to majority of people. Um, we're grateful to everybody listening. And occasionally there are people where it just turns into a bit of a bet. 
so we may take the piss a little bit or we may, it's just a bit because you know if we, we always say if we're just talking about bloody plunge lines all the time it gets pretty boring so sometimes we just we just like to play with things a little bit so yeah i hope hopefully nobody gets offended by anything we do because that's never the intention really isn't um Mareko, what are you thankful for You've gone. Oh, Did you really give him the hook? No, I didn't give him the hook. I promise you. I promise you. Well, Jeff, he got the hook. The most ungrateful fucker around, Morocco Momasi. <laughs> I tell you, I'm sure he's going to die. There back. you go. There there you he, go. We can ease back. He's back. He's back. Make it, Sorry, Morocco. You, you, you cut right out of oh, okay. perfect timing then. <laughs> Uh, basically, I want to say thank you uh, to you guys as well as our community that we've built here on the podcast um, for everybody's support this last year's. I've had my own challenges uh, with the business and my own personal like mental health and stuff like that. And so it's been really good to have you guys to talk to and reach out to as well as um, the support of people throughout the community. And yeah, I'm just thankful, thankful for all of you. Cool. What about you, Craig? Cool. Um, well, I'm going to start by thanking you guys. I've got to now, haven't I? Really? Yeah, you fucking do. Yeah, you fucking do. You better no, thank your no, wife, no, no, too, no. for Christ's sakes. No, uh, yes, yeah. Well, I've got, I've got three <laughs> things, and I thought we were going to have a list. Um, um, so, the, well, first of all, it is, it is you guys, because it, I have had a difficult few months, and um, there have been times where I really didn't want to be doing this show. Like, really did. It would be like Friday afternoon, and I'd say to my wife, I really don't want to be doing the show. But, you know, every time I've done it, I've come away feeling so much better. And my, that's what my wife says. As soon as you do it, you'll feel better. And it, it really does. So it really is a tonic. It really does bring me back up. So thank you so much. Um, and also, just we, especially this week, I think I'm feeling so much brighter today because I'm, my health is better and I feel, I feel good. Um, but the last few weeks, I've been, you know, deteriorating, really. Um and I've had a few messages from sort of listeners, um, you know, just reaching out really to see if I'm okay. So thank you all so much. I'm fine. I'm fine. I was just, I was just a bit sick. Um, but yeah, I really do. I won't say who they are, but I, they know who they are. I really do appreciate it. Um, and family, massive thanks to family because um, I think we've all had a crazy, you know, this is probably our third Christmas now where things aren't as they normally are. And our second, our second Christmas, maybe. Um, and, you know, things look as if, they, as if they could be getting a little worse. So, you know, um, if you are spending time with the family, make sure you appreciate that because, you know, it, it, is, it is a special thing. And, um, and for me this year, there's been a big change with, with music. Um, I've done something that I should have done 20, 25 years ago. Um, which was, you know, start this band and it's just been a real savior for me. So, yeah, family, music and friends, um, they've sort of kept me sane, really. And um, long may that continue. And, and speaking of community, one last thing, and, and this is, you know, this is uh, important to say. We, we lost someone in, in our community, in the, in the metalworking, knife-making blacksmith community. Uh, Andy Davis of Coal Ironworks had passed away. And um, we, we just wanted to say that we are sending our deepest condolences to his friends and his family and uh, the guys over at Coal, Iron, Coal Ironworks. And Andy was just such an important part of the community in terms of like what Coal Ironworks has been doing is just so great for the community. And so many people are using Coal Ironworks. 
And I had a little bit of interaction with Andy uh, this past year, and I know David and the guys are, you know, devastated. And we just want to send our love and our uh, deepest respects to the family and friends of Andy. And um, we're thinking of you, Coal Ironworks, and uh, the friends and family of uh, Andy Davis. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you all for listening. Happy um, New Year. Again, we hope. Happy New Year. Yeah, we shall, We will be back on the 3rd of January, um, all revved up, ready to go. So, yeah, Happy New Year. Happy Christmas. We shall speak to you soon. Bye for now. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. Well, that was good for the soul. Getting all sweeping away all those beefs. Are you gonna? Is there gonna be a lot of stitching up to do, or you think it's gonna be relatively easy? Oh um, my god! So sorry. No, 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 no. Um, as is, I think. I, yeah, I think I. When, think do when he slips out, does that mean does it come back at the right? I don't know. I understand how these tracks work. Um, oh, it's yeah, fine. I, I just need know. to line my records back oh, up. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's not a problem. Well, and it's weird because mine, it's, I, I could still see and hear you guys, but you couldn't hear me. And so on my end, I'm like, I'm saying, oh, did I lose you guys? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? And you're over there laughing because I cut out just when I said, fuck you, Jeff. And, <laughs> and so there might be some weird, there might be some weird overlap. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the last one was particularly good because you said, well, I'm grateful for. Yeah. And it just went dead. I said, you weren't grateful, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, do, but if it if it if it gets him locally, it might it might come back. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, going. yeah, exactly. I'm, we may have it all. I, I'm not sure. Um, but it's fine. People know how this. I works got now. some it's, new it's bits. Way. I have a new bit I want to mm. spring on you guys for next year, and then the listeners are actually going to oh, listen. Boy. This is something I've been thinking about for a long time. We're gonna. I have to figure out the name, but so far it's good news, bad news. And it's basically, okay. we'll take a topic, and you have to say the good things about something and the bad things, too. Does that make sense? <laughs> so, like, yes, good yeah. news is, because my wife and I do that all the time. It's, it's always like, I got good news and bad news. What do you want first? And she'll say, I'll take the bad news. So the water heater's blown up. What's the good news? <laughs> I still love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good news is you won't be driving for much longer. <laughs> yeah. The bad news, you've got glaucoma. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so we'll be doing, that'll be a new bit. That'll be a new bit that'll, uh, we'll spring in. We'll, I have to figure out how we're going to do it, but if the listeners want to cool. send in their good news and bad news, they can send it in. Nice, nice. So what are, your, what are your plans for the holiday? I'm going to be working through next week, and then I think I'm taking Friday off. Christmas Eve, I might take Christmas Eve off, and then uh, I gotta keep going, man. I, I got, I get so much, we get so much to do. So I think I'm, I'm gonna try to have, we're gonna try to have Tony and Allison up for like a little Christmas party, and then uh, I'll figure that out. And I, I, I'm really not gonna take much time. Off. I'm not gonna take anything off. My kid, yeah, I might have a week off. I might take her into the city to do something. Oh, on my wife's birthday, I'm gonna take. We're gonna go see a Jasper Johns ex- exhibition. That's I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. Cool. Hi, Brecco. Anything special nice. planned? Uh, I have. Well, let's see. We got holiday stuff with the family, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and then. Uh, but I'll be right back into the shop on Monday, the twenty seventh. Um, getting back to the grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Yeah, trying to get things ready and cleaned up for the year. 
Uh, I have I have some new stuff I'm hoping to get launched and going in the coming year. Um, so hopefully, hopefully cool. I can make that happen. I've been talking about doing like Patreon or some sort of educational content for a while, and so we're looking to start that up. Uh, January. Over to the community, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them fucking. I pay. do. Let these fucking people pay. Yeah, you know, yeah. Jesus, Jesus. What was I going to tell you guys? I'm going to tell you something. Uh, the fuck knows. What about uh, you, oh, Craig? I got uh, for Christmas the full blast podcast. I'm going to have uh, Fingal's going to come on. He's going to be Santa Claus. So next week, oh, Fingal's nice. going to come on, and then the, and then between Christmas and New Year's, I'm going to have uh, Noah Vashon. We're going to he's he's going to be all. You know, we'll be have some fun with him. So cool, very nice, very nice. What are you going to be doing for right. Christmas? Um, oh, oh right. Um, oh, he's, he's off again. <laughs> um, um, not much really. Um, we've got um, Christmas Day. We've got Amy's parents coming over. Uh, they, they they live not too far from us here, um, and Amy's dad's been has been in hospital, so he's out now. So they're coming to us Christmas Day for dinner. Um, and yeah, not really much planned. So yeah, the kids are off school now. So we've got breakfast with Santa tomorrow morning, apparently, um, at a, like a local restaurant here. But, uh, yeah, but it, it, you know what? It doesn't feel Christmassy yet. I'm not feeling, not feeling it yet. Not feeling festive. Um, we've got a gig on Sunday, which is, um, turning on Christmas lights and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully that'll sort of kickstart a bit of, uh, you know, a bit of a Christmas feeling, but, um, yeah, I'm. I, you know, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, it's going to be a quiet one, which which I think is needed anyway. So I have to apologize yes. to you, Craig. I trolled your wife a little bit. Uh, really? <laughs> she posted a picture of some food, and I said, "What? No bolognese?" And, uh. <laughs> and she wrote, "Yeah, for once, no bolognese." I was like, "That's all." She's second. All fucking Craig. I said, "All Craig knows how to cook his bolognese." What are you? What are you cheating on him? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> How did you know your wife would cheat on you? Uh, right, yeah. She's not bolognese. She had a stain on her on her t shirt. Even... Like, well, that's not bolognese. <laughs> Who are you sleeping with? <laughs> She's not even bolognese. Something's wrong. Uh, brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, well, I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, as I say, have a great. Um, you know, tr- try and you know chill out a bit you know enjoy it enjoy it um i know you're both busy but um you know at, at least for christmas day put your feet up drink too much eat too much and be merry as they there say you go. there we go again thank you all for listening bye for now this show is brought to you by the makery the podcast network for makers Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.